This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Happy Tuesday, boys and girls. Welcome into another episode of the Boston Universe book. He's read it out, Dave Sherapan. I'm greened out, Matt Peralt, as we're here for another hour-plus program, breaking down everything in the wonderful world of sports, football, hockey, baseball, and basketball today. We got four. We got the big four, Dave, today. James Young, former college coach and NBA analyst for SportsGrid Television, will join us. SportsGrid Replay, how are you? YouTube and Twitter, thanks for being here. Brigade in the chat, how are you? We'll roll through some names later on in the show. Why the Falcons gear today, Dave? Because I was going to come on with the Sixers stuff. I thought that's what you do. Yeah, I, I I did, and then I realized, like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to just keep pounding you while you're down. Like, I don't, I, I like, you can't what win you a bet pa- right what now. Like, pounding. I won a bet last night. I won a bit last night. Well, I won a bet last night. I did win a bet last night. I went one and one last night. I missed. Oh, I forgot about the teaser. I forgot about the teaser. I missed the official play, but I did have the wherewithal to say in case I was wrong to do the plus 10 under 51 and a half, which came in easily. So I was. I forgot about the teaser. That's right. I was. I was okay last night. I lost officially. So the hat technically the hat band stays, but nothing with the Sixers is going to cause me any strife. It's the Sixers. What am I worried about? Do you see what you're doing? You what am what I worried about? This is when you're supposed to <laughs> what kind of step back and go, you know what? Maybe uh, maybe I should just kind of like quietly move on my way. But no. Wait, my no, betting and my awesome. fandom are two very different things. Oh, you're not betting the Celtics tonight? Well, my betting is not that great. <laughs> my my fandom is is unwavering, unchanged, Did and unimpacted see? at all about what my gambling is doing. Did you see that? That uh, Celtics hype video. Of course. Do you know if the roles were reversed tonight, do you know what Philadelphia would be doing? Do you know what they'd be doing tonight? I'm not sure. They'd be be raising an Eastern Conference Championship banner. Oh. As somehow that's that's an accomplishment. That's somehow like some big, huge, like celebratory, like, oh my gosh, look what we did. They're not doing that tonight in Boston? Boston generally doesn't raise anything except championship banners. Really? So there's 17 of them in the rafters. It's crowded up there. There's 17. They won a lot of them when there were like 10 teams in a league. So that's good. I mean, they did do hey, that. If the Montreal Canadiens and the New York Yankees can do it. So can we. <laughs> Very fair. So if they want to run around and talk about all their cups and all their World Series championships when the Yankees were winning them when there weren't even African-American players on the field. <laughs> Sure. Right. Run around, talk about all you want, all the championships, 27, all you want. That's fine. You can do that. At least the three teams in the pros earned it. Alabama just takes it and says, we've won this many championships because some writer gave it to us. 
So the UPI this or the true. API, whatever the hell it is, they claim that they've it's got AP, more championships. It's AP. Whatever the hell it was. UPI. I don't know what the hell it was. Whatever the United Press was. International. Whatever the hell they wanted to claim that they had a championship in 1920-whatever in Alabama. Hey, you know, we're the champions, so we count, you know, more championships than they actually won. It's true. It's just the fact you look at, there's a big discrepancy on how many titles Bama says they won versus what it's recognized as what they've won. Oh, that was some, that was some, that was some bullshit the way they yeah, used to do that. Of course. It's at least the writers, Celtics, and Yankees, and, and Montreal Canadians actually won the thing on the field. Won it. Yeah. Nice. Won it on a court, on the ice, on the field. Yes. That, 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 look. all right, we'll give you. So I'm not worried about Philadelphia in the least. That hype video for the Celtics. I'm not going to lie. Like if I was going to make a line on which <laughs> yeah. one I like better and I saw the Sixers one first and retweeted it and it was hype. And that guy did the Sixers win as a great follow on Twitter. But then CH responded with that Celtics one and it goes back in history. And it was a little more, um, a little more. less hype and more game like <laughs> things happening. Like when right. Horford did the, uh, no. To, you know that no, moment. Yes, he did the yes, <laughs> and then and then a couple of, like the Tatum shots in the finish, with Breen in the background and all this other stuff. I was like, oh shit, Celtics. Is there a better off. call than bang right now? Nope, not in sports. Right? There nope. isn't. There isn't a better call right nope. now for a, for a play by play voice. Gus Johnson's lost his fastball. What happened to Gus Johnson? Uh I mean Gus on a on a football game in the right situation, the back and forth and the hype is good, but eh, I mean, it's, Saturday it's he was, it was Michigan was destroying, but it's forced so often. I feel like he's for, I don't know why I, Do it, it, but I, I don't know. I, I, I used to be the biggest, like when I saw Gus Johnson doing a game, I was like, Oh boy, here we go. I was like, right, this is going to be right, fun. Right. And now it's kind of like, okay. Yeah. Like Joel Klatt is a little bit more entertaining than him at times. You know what this is? This is you getting older. This is this is no, what happens it, as yeah, why? as you get older, I'm telling you, it's older less and what? less. It's not as uh he's getting older, not me. You're getting older too. We're all getting older every day. What are you talking about? But the the play by play, I I I think it doesn't mean as much unless it's a big moment. But brain is tremendous. I mean, like there's some playoff spots in that in that hype video that I was like, damn, that was excellent. Yeah, so that was good. It sounded like something running in the background. <laughs> I think I think I think Jay was shuffling cards. I think oh. he's actually I think he's shuffling cards. Do you want to pop he's... him on early? Do you do you want to make him wait? For no, I just I mean he was doing a test. I don't care. It's up to it's up to you. If he's here early and ready to go, it's up to you. We can bring him in. He wants to talk about NBA. I mean, yeah. I mean, we got the rundown, but we, we can throw him on now. I mean, if, if he's here, if he's ready well to go. Just, I mean, he's all dressed up and nowhere to go. We got to we got to bring him on at some point. We got a bunch of games to break into. Two of them tonight, and a bunch of I'll throw some future bets that I made last night. Oh in, boy, going to hit NBA. him with those. Oh boy, why? Right. We got to get we, we, we got to get into it. So uh, yeah, okay, so Matt says minutes. Matt says we need to wait five minutes. Okay, so right, wait, we'll, we'll wait, we'll, we'll wait five, five minutes, minutes. Okay. And, and and then we'll get James Young to to, to come on in here. Um. So a couple quick things on, well, <laughs> do you subscribe and we'll get to it a little bit, but do you just, do you subscribe to the idea that the warriors are a fade tonight because of the ring ceremony? No, no. Do you No, in the market, the market doesn't because both the Celtics and the warriors are up from minus two to minus three and minus six to minus seven. 
Yeah. But that's your number though. We talked about this all last oh, season. Just, yeah. It's just, this is the number. Seven is the seven is where you put the stop sign up and go, okay, yeah. nope. <laughs> yeah, I saw that this morning. Um I just hit refresh before the show and it's a pain at seven. It's yep. it's it's there's no they got to this number quick. There were six and a half left last night. There's not no, six more. No, there were sixes everywhere last night. I mean, I everywhere. So you could have gotten sixes of four different books in Vegas last well, night. Well, I was looking late, so there was a lot yeah, of yeah. And Fanduel at like nine thirty last night. When I when I did just the picks last night, I could have taken Boston minus two, and the Warriors minus six. Both of those are my leans. I didn't bet it. Uh, I I think opening right. nights are really hard in the NBA. It's in game, in game, in game. <laughs> like it is an yeah. absolute in game wager. Warriors third quarter fade the Warriors in the second quarter. Celtics under. I mean, these are all like things that we we all were profitable last year. Do those things all carry over from I last that, year? That, that, kinda... That's my point. Like, I to make it official to like come out and tell people recommend to bet it. I I don't think it's right because we have to absorb at least a game or two before we get all kind of into that trends coming from last year to this year because it's you know different rosters, different everything. I mean, different coaches for Boston. It's you know the, the Draymond Green punch. What's that going to look like from a chemistry standpoint? Ime not there. You have a 36 year old head coach for the Celtics. So, I mean, like, there's a lot of questions about a lot of things going on into tonight. So, yeah, I mean, you could bet it. I mean, I don't, I don't mind it if you want to say, okay, the rotations for Steve Kerr are not going to be different. We know when Steph's going to be on the court. You know, he's not going to play much in the second quarter and he's going to play a ton in the third. And the Warriors at a halftime make huge adjustments. But be real careful with LeBron early in the year with a full gas tank. That's always, I mean, somebody putting a ring on in front of LeBron James tonight. That's why I'm on LeBron tonight. I think LeBron props tonight are going to be, I expect one of those games from LeBron tonight. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He averages 27 and a half points per game against the Warriors. He played him 36 times in his career. So it's a big sample size. And I think everyone's questioning the Lakers. And I think this is a, this is a game. I think seven's too many points. Six was a lean Seven's too many. Eight will be a definite play in the Lakers. And I'll be very curious to see how this goes because everyone's I, look, I don't think Lakers are going to be very good this year, but I think seven, eight points is too heavy. And I do expect LeBron to have a pretty big game tonight. Yeah. I don't like touching the NBA at least the first couple of weeks. This is, I say it in a book we used to, I had, you know, BM bookmaker tell me years ago, let's just break even on this shit until Christmas. Ooh, okay. Fair. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not easy. Um professional groups annihilate the totals. I mean, you can really follow the steam on the totals. Um sidewise, you said it, man. I mean, you can lay up the six, I think, comfortably sometimes when you like a favorite, and then when you get past when you get to seven and more, I mean, you really have to look towards the dogs um, before they start that thing where they, you know, have a three games and four nights or three games and five nights trip. And they're in the second game of it and they just mail it in and they mm-hmm. lose by 30. That doesn't happen so much in October or November. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think, you know, the value with, is with the dog over eight, you know, eight or more. Yeah. Seven's that in between number. That's yeah. all. So but I mean, a I think, seven tonight, I'm like, I'll wait. And there might be an eight. I mean, it might, I mean, in game might get to eight. Who knows how, how high it, it, it winds up. It winds up going. The There's Warriors, no more volatile sport than NBA basketball in game wager. If yeah. you're, if you're, if you're new to it, 
you'll get better numbers than you will at a close unless a team leads from wire to wire, which they never do. I mean, I don't want to say never because someone will say, oh, you said never. I didn't say it, it happens. I mean, occasionally. You can bet it. You can bet wire to wire, too. That's a bet if you want to. You know, in the it is, but that's, you know, that's, money. Like, that's yeah. And sometimes I got to be leading after every quarter, be considered a winner. You got to check that. But if you lay two or three with the Celtics and they never trail, you know, you're, you're laying the best number. That's never going to, it's never going to be lower than that. So um, you can do it, but I, I, I mean, we've talked about it both on the show, off the show. You could take six with both sides probably at some point tonight in that game and try to try to get middles and reduce your risk and maximize your return. Same thing with Boston. I mean, I think, I think the Boston game could be very similar to that. I think it's going to be very volatile between Boston and Philadelphia. And the game's going to swing between runs and momentum swings. And also I think it matters as to where we're going to be with foul trouble and how the referees are involved. I mean, Boston has a monster rebounding problem with Embiid. I love Embiid's rebounds tonight. And Al Horford defensively, I think is going to be able to check Embiid, but I don't know how he's not going to stop him. So that's going to be a big question as to how Boston handles it. So I, I'm look, I'm, I'm excited. I think, I think Tatum and Brown are back for, uh, I can't get the Steph Curry sleep thing out of my head. And if I can't, I'm guessing that the Boston Celtics can't either. <laughs> So, I mean, I think there's going to be, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a lot of gas in the tank for the Celtics this season after what happened last year. But they got to get out of the conference to even face them. Like it's not, it's, what do you mean? I, I, th- I think there's a lot of, to prove that last year wasn't a fluke, that there's going to be something to be said. East is going to be a bear. There's no debate in it. It's going to be an absolute East is going to be awesome. I but, mean, but. If you want to talk about the team with two superstars entering their prime, nobody else in the Eastern Conference has got what Boston's got. They got guys in their prime, but not entering their prime. Oh, really? Boston's roster is young, explosive, extremely talented, and extremely deep. And they don't even have Gallinari yet. And they don't even have Robert Williams yet. They're going, to add, they're going to add two pieces that are going to be phen- phenomenal in the postseason for them as long as they're healthy. Regular season, like this is the problem with the NBA. So what do we do? Just roll the ball out like as the coach? Like, what do we do? What do we do? Well, this is going to be just like it is, unfortunately, for what it has been in the years with the Lakers. Boston fans do not care about the regular season. I mean, this is this is get me to May. Like, this yeah, is, bro. I'll say is, that. They got to get they got to get the one or you two think, seed, don't they? No, they want to go through to seven? They want to no, play don't. on the road the whole way? Doesn't matter. Didn't matter then. Look, look how many games they won on the road. Closeout games they they beat they beat Milwaukee on the road last year. They're good on the road. There's no doubt about <laughs> so, that. So I mean, what do they care? I mean, they don't care. Well, as they stay healthy, I guess. But I, I'd rather be the two seed. Of course, you'd rather, rather be the one seed. You'd rather be. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's just where this Celtics team now is being judged the way that the Celtics teams were judged when I was growing up. Like oh. this isn't, this is oh. just about championships and that's it. It's a, it, there is no other, there's no other accomplishment left for them to have. There's yes. no other, there's no other thing to pull off their back. It oh is, it, it is all ring or nothing for this team for the next five figure years. For, figure for a Boston guy with a championship basketball team or the team they measure in championships, you'd have a Celtics shirt. Get something green. Would you? I am wearing green. 
This is green. This is the only green shirt that I own. <laughs> That's why I wore it. I don't. I, I don't have the wardrobe that you have. I don't. I just say the... you gotta have a Celtics something. I do. I have two. I have two Celtics hats. I have hats, but I have a self-imposed band that I cannot wear a hat on the air <laughs> until I win an official bet. So I've lost ten Please in a row. Please win a bet today. Please. <laughs> so if the Please. Celtics win tomorrow tonight, I will wear a Celtics hat tomorrow because I'm going to win bets today. I won a bet yesterday, so I will win bets today. I've got multiple things going. I have a hockey play that I cannot figure out for the life of me why the number is moving against me, <sighs> and I and I've got and I'm what maybe maybe don't play it. No, I am playing it. It's fine. It's wrong. The number's wrong. So the number's wrong. Yes, number's wrong. Early in the hockey year, you can say this number's wrong. So I think it's wrong. Okay. But you've got, and then you have, I laid pretty heavy chalk for me. I don't really lay minus 150, but I laid it in a hockey game tonight because I do think it's, you know, two undefeated teams. I'm taking the home team. So I'm doing that. You didn't lay the Leafs yesterday, did you? No, I, I, I wouldn't bet Toronto with your money. I don't trust them. Maple Leafs. Minus 550. I never bet Toronto. I, 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 I was I, minus 550 and lost to the Arizona Coyotes. Bad. Bad. Bad, bad. bad. That's bad, bad. <laughs> it's bad, bad. Yeah. No, I did not do that. It's okay. the best game of the night in, in, in the NHL. It's happening out west. Oh. So we'll get into that. A little bit later on, we'll do football as well. But let's bring on James Young, sports grid, NBA, and college basketball analyst, former coach, joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book for the first time to help us break down the NBA. James and Matt, how are or Matt and Dave? James, how are you? Dave, James, yes, same people. Good how man. are you, sir? Beyond you, look, look, look at street clothes, man. Is that, is that a Deion Sanders jersey? Damn right, that's it is prime, prime time. That's, that's old school. Prime time. Okay. Oh my god, look, look wait a minute. Sharpe, you've been lifting that. That shirt looks a little tight in the chest, brother. You're looking good. It's the only oh, one I have. Yes, I went with the smaller version. I'm trying to fit into it rather than <laughs> me not fit into it. So, is it a medium? What is it? <laughs> I think it's uh, the large. I think it's supposed to. It's instead of a medium. JY, you're looking good as always. Uh, welcome to the show. I know we talk a lot on the sports grid about the basketball. This show is called Bostonian versus the book. I don't know if you've heard, but um, the Celtics are a pretty good basketball team. Eastern Conference defending champions. Game six of the NBA Finals got rocked to sleep by Steph. They host the Philadelphia 76ers tonight, and the line is only three, J.Y. Why is it only three, and who do you think is going to win this basketball game tonight? Well, it's a couple of reasons. Number one, I think there is a line movement a little bit because of Ime. And you got to look at the Gallinari injury. And even bigger than both of them, honestly, is a Robert Williams injury. Supposedly got an injection in. Now they're talking about December or January. So Matt's right when he's talking about we're not, they're not thinking about the regular season. That's why I think you may want to go under with the win total with the Celtics. This is about surviving and getting to the end. And I could see them, you know, taking their time, especially with Rob. But as for tonight, this is to me more about Philadelphia. This is, has to be the season for them or it's going to blow up. Oh James Harden leaves money on the table. He brings in P.J. Tucker. It's like the East Coast Rockets again with Daryl Morey. And now Doc Rivers has more pressure than any coach in the league. Whoa. That includes 
Steve Nash. They have to get it done. For those reasons, and especially the Robert Williams injury, I'm sorry, Matt, please don't kick me off. I'm taking the Philadelphia 76ers plus the points on the road. I think this is a big spot for Embiid. I think you, I know you talk about Al Horford. Listen, Joel Embiid, 98th percentile in the NBA, according to Synergy, scoring in the low block. Best defender in the low block isn't there. Give me the Philadelphia 76ers plus the points. It's not a bad read at all. I mean, I'm on the only thing I've bet on this game so far is I'm on Joel Embiid over 10 and a half rebounds for this game for the very point that you're making. I, I like Al Horford to play defense and be able to slow down the offense, but I don't think he can keep him off the glass. And Robert Williams is the guy that could do that. And Boston was able to do that in the playoffs. So to, to me, I don't mind it. Plus three for Philadelphia tonight. I, I, I don't mind it. But how do you feel about Embiid getting to the glass tonight with Boston's lack of size? I love it. I mean, if I like the over 27 and a half points, five, five of the last six games, Matt, in which he's played 33 minutes or more versus Celtics, he's gone over 27 and a half. I think they're going to struggle to stop him. This is a big moment for Embiid. So if you want to go points plus rebounds to kind of protect yourself either way, if you have a huge rebounding night or a big scoring night, put them together. But it's almost like this because they don't have, you know, Robert Williams. It's the combination because when Robert Williams comes out the game, then you're going to Al Orford to defend him. There's only one of him in Horford tonight. That's why I think the points, or in the case you're bringing up, Matt, points plus rebounds may be the way to go for JoJo. Oh, JY. I mean, that's that's the East Coast talk. There's another game tonight. It's out West. The Lakers are playing Golden State. Uh, we spoke a little bit yesterday with Marenzi and Cam uh, on in-game live, and you kind of expressed your thoughts there on the Los Angeles Lakers and the prospects for them. We've got a lot of people, not just here in Vegas, watching the show. They're watching us worldwide. There's a lot of Laker fans. Can you fill in the Laker fans, JY, and tell them why you think um, – the no on maybe the playoffs or the under on their season wins or any of that other fun shit that uh, we talked about yesterday might be mentioned today for the Laker fans. Oh, I like it that I can curse on this show. I don't have to yes, you can. Anything you want to say, JY, fire Let me it tell you something. I am fading this harder than Kenneth plays flat top in the early 90s. Ooh. I am so against Ooh. the Lakers this year. And, and here is why. I think first off, and I didn't mention this last night, Dave, I think they're going to miss Malik Monk and Carmelo Anthony a lot more than people think in regards to stretching the floor and regards to three-point shooting. Anthony Davis shot, I think, 18% from three-point range. We've talked about this, Dave. To me, Anthony Davis had to stick his behind in a low post, be a small ball five, and let teams adjust to right. him. Not this soft shit of going hey. out in the perimeter and shooting threes like he's the black, you know, Porzingis. No. Get your ass in the post and go to work, son. But, yes. but here's the thing. Injuries are a concern. Age is a concern. I don't think Anthony Davis has ever been the player that the Lakers have thought they were going to get. I'm talking about top five in the NBA, Anthony Davis. Besides that finals, 
Have you seen Anthony Davis on a consistent no. basis be healthy and play like a top five guy in the NBA? No. I have not. But it's another thing, Dave. Let's talk about the West. Are they better than the Clippers? No. Are they better than the Warriors? No. Are they better than the Suns? No. Are they better than Minnesota? No. Are they better than Dallas? No. Are they better than New Orleans? No. So now Marty gave you six teams. To have, are they better than Denver? No. So now I got you at seven. So now it gets down to this. And I'm going to go on record and say this because of injuries and age and regression of the roster and the fact that this Westbrook thing is going to be a nightmare. I think there's a good chance that the LA Lakers miss the playoffs this year. And I know the Bostonian is going to love that take. 100%. So tonight, though, LeBron averages 27 and a half points in his 36 games against the Warriors. His point total tonight is 26 and a half. I need an average game out of LeBron against the Warriors here in primetime standalone with a full tank for LeBron James. How do you feel about LeBron having a big game tonight offensively going over 26 and a half points? I love it. I do love it, Matt. And I think the best thing about it is, is if they're bringing Westbrook off the bench, there's more spacing for LeBron to operate. That's why I think this has been big to bring Westbrook off the bench because the three of them, it, it just doesn't work, Matt. You know what I'm saying? With yeah. Westbrook and LeBron and AD. Who is the shooter out of the group? So get him out of the starting lineup. I like LeBron to go over in his points prop. Now, I know earlier today when I was was looking, I didn't see rebounds or assists or anything, at least from FanDuel's perspective, on Russell Westbrook. If they're hanging that number low tonight, I like the rebounds plus assists because he's going to come off the bench. Darvin Ham will be smart to space Westbrook with shooters where he's got and I don't think you can get a lot of minutes where LeBron, AD, and Westbrook are all on the floor at the same time. JY, we talk about good, good teams. Okay, there's some good, good teams. In the NBA this season, there's some bad, bad teams. Like, <laughs> real bad. Like, you're talking, there's going to be tanking. There's going to be... Unders, season wins, I mean, shoe-ins to not make the playoffs, let alone teams just trying to just just blatantly tank. Who are the bad, bad teams in the NBA that you're looking to fade maybe early in the season to get that number one and number two draft choice? Say the names and show off for the people because I know you say the names so good of these two guys that all these organizations may be looking at, sir. Well, I'll say this to you, and I said it to you last night, and I hope Matt will agree with me. If you're not a top 10 team in the NBA, I can understand you tanking for one of these two kids, Victor Webayama and Scoot Henderson. Let me tell you something. Victor Webayama is the best prospect to come into the NBA since Lou Alcindor. I am dead serious about this. Think about what he can do. We're talking about transitional alien unicorn. You say change the game. 7-4, long wingspan, high release like uh, Kevin Durant. Can put it to the deck. 
shoots the three, rebounds, blocks shots, sells tickets, and even will serve you a popcorn and a beer, goddammit, if you want that too. And I'm not even, and don't even give me so much Scoot Henderson, who is dynamic as well. So ready? Utah, tank. Oklahoma City, tank. I'm going to give you some teams that you may not think will be tanking. They're not going to be very good. Charlotte. I am fading Charlotte big time. I do not think they're very good. I think the Bridges losing him with this domestic violence thing is a problem. I know they bring in Steve Clifford. He's usually pretty good the first season, but I don't like that roster and that makeup and the shooting ability. And do they turn around and take, a, uh, take Gordon Hayward and sell him to a contender at the trade deadline to accumulate more draft capital? So there's those teams. Orlando, tank. I think the Wizards may end up tanking this year because I don't think they're very good. Portland is another team that I was high on. I'm starting to fade them, guys. I just, I like the Jeremy Grant pickup. I don't think there's enough there to compete in the Western Conference. I'm going to give you two teams that I think they're going to surprise you on the bottom of the over-under win total. One in the East and one in the West. First in the West, it's a low-hanging fruit. I'm going over the wins. For the Houston Rockets, I think the Kevin Porter Jr. backcourt with Jalen Green is a lot better than people think. I think Jabari doesn't have to do a whole hell of a lot in regards to scoring. Alfarin Shungun, remember that name, folks, out of Turkey. Second-year guy, had really good stats down the stretch. Christian Wood is gone. He goes into the starting lineup. Look for his assist props early in the season. A dynamic passer as a big, and they're two rookies. Ty Ty Washington and my sleeper pick to win rookie of the year, Tari Eason out of LSU. Was averaging 21 and 10 early in the preseason. Stat stuffer, mid-range game, run the break, defender, shot blocker. Don't sleep on Houston in the East. Oh, oh, oh. Detroit basketball. The Detroit Pistons will be better than people think. That's another little number. I think it's what about 29 and a half. Listen, that backcourt's gonna be really good of Cunningham and Ivy if they get it together. And obviously, Sadiq Bay can do what he can do. And then you get Isaac Stewart. What were they missing? Shooting. Bogdanovich helps with that. Killian Hayes needs to play better off the bench and stay healthy. And Dwayne Casey, guys is a damn good coach. Don't sleep on them to go over 29 and a half. And I'll even sprinkle. I saw, I think it was plus 360 last night to them play to up. make the play-in tournament. Not the oh, playoffs. Play-in, the play-in, play-in okay. tournament. But think about it, Dave. They're better than Indiana. Yep. They're better than Orlando. Okay. They're better than Charlotte. They're better than so Washington. Right. That's, That's four it. teams. I need them to jump one team to get into the playing tournament. And the team I'm fading hard are the Chicago Bulls. Wow. Okay. Interesting. So there's a couple things there because I'm a little concerned about, I like, I like the Detroit play. My only concern is Detroit's not going to sneak up on anybody. Detroit is people see Detroit coming now. And I love the Ivy addition. I loved him in college. And he's gonna be a great fit for that backcourt for, for Detroit back to the West for a second though. Both these bets are public running with the steam, but I think it's a, it's the right side. The Pelicans 
over 46 wins and the T wolves over 49 and a half wins. I know there's better numbers that were out there before I bet them, but those are my two bets that I've made for future wagers. How do you feel about the Pelicans this year? Making, I think both T wolves and the Pelicans win 50 games this year. You know what? For a Boston guy, fuck, you're a smart dude. I like you, Matt. I really do. I love both of those plays, bro. Fly Pelican, fly Pelican. I love the New Orleans Pelicans. Think about it, Matt. Let's think about this for a second. Okay? They take Phoenix to six games, right? And they have Phoenix on the ropes on game six on their home floor before the wheels came off, what, the last three to four minutes, right? Now you get McCollum for a full year. Brandon Ingram will be good. Herbert Jones takes that next step. You get a slim down on Dick Gregory diet, Zion Williamson. Rest in peace, Dick Gregory. What a guy he was. Now, Zion, you get him. But it's more than that, Matt. It's the bench. It's Jackson Hayes. It's Hernan Gomez. You know, it's Devontae Graham. It's a big leap out of Trey Murphy to third. It's Alvarado. They got young depth. They got athletic depth. And they got a way that they can defend you a lot of different ways with their bigs. I absolutely love New Orleans. I think that out of any play, it was at 44 and a half. You just said it's jumped up. What does that tell you? People are really, really high on the Pelicans. I would still take them over 46 and a half. I get, they get the 50. And I agree with you with Minnesota. Big reason. Rudy Gobert, what it allows them to do, and it allows Cap to be a four and a weak side shot blocker. And then what that does is Rudy does the dirty work. He does the all boards. He blocks the shots. And most importantly, he keeps Carl Anthony Towns out of foul trouble. I think Black Jesus is going to be fantastic in Anthony Edwards. And I also think one of the sleeper signings of the offseason for Nails and Glue, Kyle Slow Mo Anderson. I love this kid, Jersey kid, out of St. Anthony for Bob Hurley. I think Kyle Anderson is going to be great. The loss for Memphis is a gain for Minnesota. I can't let you out of here without talking about New York City basketball. And by that, I don't mean the Nets, but you can offer your opinion on the Brooklyn Nets because to me, they're a fade until proven otherwise. I, I've, I've seen enough, had enough. I don't know this Kyrie thing is ever going to work anywhere, but it's definitely not going to work there. Between them and the Knicks, though, you've been talking about all these good teams you like and the bad teams you don't. I need to know, and the people need to know because the chat is blowing up. You just hit them with the with the Pelican, Pelican, Fly Pelican. They love you, JY. So you got to talk a little bit of New York City, both the Knicks and the Nets for the people. For the people? Hey, you know we got to talk Gotham basketball, baby. We got to talk a little bit about that before the Yankees probably shit the bed today at 4 p.m. Go Guardians. That may be the method to me. So anyway... As we talk about New York City basketball, let's go to BK first. I think Ben Simmons, guys, is the least of the concerns of the Brooklyn Nets. He doesn't have to score a ton. He's going to be a stretch four at times, small ball five. You space him with shooters 
with Kyrie, with Katie, with Joe Harris, lob threat and Nicholas Collection, another shooter, and Patty Mills. TJ Warren, when he comes in, another guy can knock down threes, and it opens up driving lanes for Ben Simmons. But here's the problem, guys. Does KD want to be there? What are you going to do about Kyrie? We know Kyrie's going after the year. Do the Nets just let him walk out at the end of the year and get nothing? Or do they try and trade him and get something at some point? Can Joe Harris stay healthy? Shit! Can Joe Harris hit a big shot in a moment? I haven't seen it. Have you? And I love my guy, Steve Nash. I spent time with him. He's a great man. Love the boy to death. But I think losing Emil Doka over a year ago to Boston is lost his edge a little bit. And I'm going to say this, and I can't stand Stephen A. Smith most of the time, but I will give him this. That is the only reason why Eme hasn't been fired yet, because his ass would be in Brooklyn right now if they could get him. Boston's smart. Hold him out, make him blow up in Brooklyn, and they can say, all right, Eme, you can go down to Brooklyn now, and then we'll let you go, because I don't see this ever working out again with Boston. Now, let's go to the other side of the Brooklyn Bridge to Manhattan. Yeah, let's go. Take him. And the New York Knicks. Yeah. I love the over 38 and a half wins for the Knicks. Think about this, guys. 37 wins last year. Terrible season out of Julius Randle. Terrible point guard play. And Tibbs sticking to his guns and playing Young uh, big men, older big men, I should say, and Nerlens Noel and Taj Gibson off the bench. Here's how it goes. You bring in Jalen Brunson, best point guard that the Knicks, not a better player than Marbury, but the best pure point guard for the Knicks since Mark Jackson. That's how bad it's been as a Knicks fan, as a true quintessential table-setting point guard. R.J. Barrett. 20 points per game after the All-Star break. His game ascends. I'm not asking for All-Star Julius Randle, but I'm not asking for 21-22 Julius Randle. You get him in the middle, and that helps. But here's what it comes down to, guys. This season for the Knicks is going to come down to three kids. Quickly, Toppin, and Grimes. Those three are going to decide the fate of that team. They were bottom five in pace last year. They're going to pick up the pace scoring. So early in the year, a play you may look at, look at the team total over points for the Knicks if they hang it low. They're going to get out of transition and watch Obi Toppin at least once or twice get a highlight dunk by leaking on the fast break. Wow. All right, Jay, I'll let you go on this question. So Chris Paul is a guy who I've wanted a ring for him forever. It's the last piece of his Hall of Fame career. You mentioned the Suns. You're fading the Suns. Any shot for Phoenix after all the turmoil, all the off the field, off the court stuff that's happened coach wise, not talking to star players. Are the Suns a legitimate championship contender in your mind? Could Chris Paul get the ring this year? And Dave knows this, Matt. I've been as big of a Phoenix Suns backer as anybody on sports grid since I've been on. But I'm going to tell you this. Monty Williams, DeAndre Ayton, lock your fucking asses in an office and fix this shit. Work it this out. is stupid what's going on 
one. Work it out. Because I'll just say something to you, Matt. If they decide to run that offense through DeAndre Ayton, this guy, when he's engaged, is a 20 and 10 guy with his eyes closed. Remember during game one of the NBA Finals, game two, he was the best player for Phoenix. And when they went away from him, they lost the series. If they run their offense through DeAndre Ayton, he's a 20 and 10 guy, and they decide that obviously that Chris Paul will be the table setter and Devin Booker doesn't be, get jealous and have to shoot them out of games, you're going to get a good play out of Phoenix because I expect a jump in not only Aiden's game, I expect a jump in Mikel Bridges' name. By the, by the way, sleeper pick for defensive player of the year, Mikel Bridges, top 20 defensively and three-point percentage defense, uh, field goal percentage beat defense, effective field goal percentage defense, and turnover percentage forced. And then Cam Johnson, he didn't get the extension, so now he's playing for a check. And you know, Matt, they play well for with their check. So Phoenix, I got to watch them early, but if they get it right and they play the right way through Aiden, I think they could be a bona fide championship contender. James Young, you just killed it. Thank you for coming on. We will do this again soon, my friend. Thank you for the time. Best of luck in your place tonight. Good job, JY. Hey, you <laughs> See you, fellas. Take care. It's James Young's at Coach James Young on Twitter to go ahead and follow him. Good stuff. That was fun breaking down the NBA back tonight with the with the association. Man, I want I want Chris Paul to get a championship, but he's not going to get it. Will this happen. be the year that he does when it's least nope. expected? No, nope. because it's been least expected before. You know. So who is it in the West? Is it Golden State to run it back? I mean, I think you have to until somebody beats them. Like they brought everybody back. I mean, they've got. Can it be the Clippers? No. They are the odds. They, I mean, they, everyone you didn't even consider it. You just said no. I just look. Kawhi is amazing, but like Kawhi is stuff. I got the. I got a lot of Clippers stuff. I'm going to unveil. Like, Tell I me, like Kawhi it. Leonard's going to make it through the year, not hurt. No, the but they don't. Do they healthy. give a sh- Do they give a shit about the regular season? No, but they better because the West is not that easy. I mean, that's what the hell? The East isn't easy either. You just said Correct. the Celtics don't care. Well, Celtics are better. I mean, I, I like the Boston Celtics roster better than the Clippers roster. Clippers roster is pretty deep, Piro. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. But I just I look, the Clippers are always going to be in the Lakers shadow. They're always playing the little brother. They're always with that chip on their well, shoulder. This year. I, this year, yes, it's the Lakers. I mean, it's the Mets versus the Yankees. It's the same thing. It, it, it doesn't really matter. But what, if they're what, better, they're doesn't gonna matter. Be, they're going to finish better. No, the yes, are Lakers are going to be bad this year. I, I'm with James. Lakers are going to be bad this year. I'm not in on the Lakers at all from a win perspective, especially once we get to like December and January, and they're trekking across the country and they have to live with each other on the road. And <laughs> I mean, it's no. I mean, that team does not get along. Will not get along, and will be a problem. They're going to run as good as AD runs, right? AD has to run real good, stay and healthy. AD stays healthy for how many games does he play? It's 50, maybe 60. 50, okay. maybe 60. So that's not enough for maybe. them. But that's just not what they do. I mean, that's not going to be – they're going to miss the playoffs. I mean, I, I agree with James. You go through the number of teams in the pecking order as to how good the West is going to be. There are so many teams right now in the West, you can make a really good case to win 50 games. Lakers ain't one of them. 
only so many wins to go around. True. So I just I think the Lakers the chat are chat likes Denver. The chat likes Denver. You should like Denver. Denver. I mean, you should like to. I mean, getting healthy for Denver is enormous. I mean, they haven't right. had a full healthy roster in forever. So right. getting that backcourt healthy, you know, getting MPJ healthy, get getting those guys who can stretch the floor to give Jokic some space. You got to have that Murray and MPJ on the wing, spreading out that giving Jokic room to operate. That's huge. So yes, I do agree with Denver being, but Michael Porter Jr. Can't stay healthy. And Murray is a guy who I'll see where Murray goes. I mean, now Murray's back, but we'll see what he looks like when he's coming back. So I love on paper. I love the nuggets. I I get the love of the, of Denver, but you got to show me, you got to play a whole year healthy before I'm going like, yeah, but Denver to make the finals, not a bad bet. A lot of sharp people are on Denver. Don't debate that at all. They could come out of the West. Sure. Who's the good team in the West. Just take a step back. Is it Dallas? The good team in the West to take a step back. I don't know if I have one on top of my head right now. I mean, it could be Dallas, but my goodness, Luca is psychotic. I mean, I, I, I love, I'm going to, I'm going to Celtics Mavericks when I'm at home. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be fun. Can't wait to see that. That's the I'm, Wednesday I'm, before Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Wednesday night. Used to go to the Penguin game the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. The, the no, it's the, yeah, it's a Wednesday night. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Yeah, it's Wednesday. Yeah. It's um, it's a great night to be at a sporting event, um, especially if you partake in the adult beverages, because usually <laughs> most of the crowd walks in already buzzed up. It's right. the loudest crowd of the season the night before <laughs> Thanksgiving. It's a uh, that's a big one. That's that'll be fun. So yeah, my my little brother and I are going to go to to that game. So I'm going to see. Hopefully Luca plays and hopefully I, I get a chance to see him in person. I've not seen Luca play in person before. So looking forward to that. Actually, you know, I have here in, in, in Vegas. I have, that's not true. I actually have at here in Vegas. I have seen him play in person, but um, I, I, I want to see. Seen who play in person? Luca. Dunkish. For Dallas? I believe so. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I, I, at I, a summer I, league or. I believe in a summer league. Yes. Oh, okay. I know I've seen him play in person. Because I, I was always amazed at how wide he is. Mm. He's he's a he's he's a mm. wide human being. Like he is, mm-hmm. you see why he's a problem because he's so thick. Some of those NBA guys are alarmingly thin, like You're right, Normally, wigs right. for legs, yes. and like Correct. I mean, they're so tall. Six nine just walks around like right. feels like Luka built like a running over. back. Yeah, but then he's when just, you he's... when you see a, a a guy like that, you're like, damn, like I mean. When I saw LeBron in person for the first time in a casino, and I was just like, what the hell is that? Like, he's ripped, ripped, strong, up top, cut like a V. You know, I saw him in a T-shirt. That's why he could be – I mean, he could be a tight end in the NFL. Oh, he's unbelievably athletic. I mean, he's a physical specimen. And he's a problem. Imagine that coming down the lane at you. (laughs) <laughs> and oh, you have to stand there and take a charge. Next group, the Grizzlies. People saying the Grizzlies might be the one to take a step back. Ackbar I mean, look, Anderson Dallas got better. Yeah, James. James saying that you know the loss of Anderson is significant for Memphis. I do agree with that, but I don't know if I can take a step back with Ja. <laughs> I mean, he's so he's just. I love he's him. really 
I don't like him. I love him. He's really fun. I mean, John Morant is such an interesting NBA player, such a fun player. I'm so happy basketball's back. This is so fun. I I, I love I I love college. I love college to death. I mean, college basketball is always going to be my first love, and I'm always going to be drawn. If I'm picking between watching college or watching the NBA, I'm still drawn to watching big college basketball. But the NBA has got some extremely interesting teams and personalities that make it really easy to like them and really want to watch them play. I think a lot of people are are missing it. Like, um, and I only saw it the last five years. Like I came back because I, I, when you're in the book, this is the, this is the hardest sport to, to book and work every day. The grind is unbelievable. And they just spit you up, chew you up and spit you out. It's, it's really tough. So a lot of people in the business or this business burns you out of the NBA. And I mean, granted, the late 90s and early 2000s, I mean, a lot of people got away from it because it just wasn't a good product. It was it was terrible games, low scoring and everything else. But it's back. I mean, the storylines are back. There's stars. Again, it's frustrating with the, the referees and sometimes the calls and everything. But for the most part, the experience, the game experience is fun. When you get a big game on TV, even in November, December, it's a fun watch, let alone going to the event. I I, I think a lot of people should get on board with it. Um, I'm just, I've always wow. been a basketball guy. I, I'm, I'm basketball first. I've been basketball first my whole life. Yep. It's just, it's just where I am. I mean, in terms of, I like, I love watching football, but growing up for me, like if you would give me the option to go to a Celtics game or go to a Patriots game, it would not, it's not even, even be, close. I would, I would run to the Celtics game and be like, yeah, it's okay. I, I go to a football game. It's fun. But I, I mean, you gotta remember also it was Foxborough stadium when I was growing up, the metal bleachers were horrific and the team was awful. So that's really, I mean, Boston, the Celtics was the thing you went to the garden and like, I mean, I remember the first time I ever walked in the Boston garden and I'm looking up and it was unbelievable. First time I saw Larry Bird play in person. And that Robert place Harris. was a sh- that place was a shithole. Like it wasn't nice. But I didn't know Boston that though. Garden. No, I know, but it, I mean, I it know, had I, that I atmosphere. Point, I mean, yeah, at, at 10, at 10 years old, my oh, uncle Jerry, best. Oh. my uncle Jerry, who was a doctor, had season tickets uh, five rows behind the basket. Oh, so perfect. You saw all that stuff. He had two daughters, no sons. Mm. So I became, when he needed someone to go to the game with, two or three times a year, got the phone call. Does Matthew want to come? Does Matthew want to come with me to the Celtics game? Absolutely. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. And so he and I would go to these games and go and hang out and watch these games together. And I'd watch the, the Celtics and I'd watch at the old garden. I was, um, I have a ticket that's framed up in my room from the last season of the Boston garden. So I was, I was there to watch. I was there. I, I saw a game at the last season of the Boston garden and a last season of the Yankee stadium of the old Yankee stadium. I was there for that too. Really? So I've got two, I've, I've got two tickets that are framed in my house from, from those, from those games and those appearances. And I just, I mean, basketball is better for my attention span. Like football is three and a half, four hours. True. Basketball's College two and a half or four hours now. College games. Yeah, college games are even longer. NBA games are, are are we know how long college games are super fast. College games are an hour and a half. And for college basketball, they're indoors, they're inside. I I I always prefer to be inside playing sports and outside playing sports. I wasn't a huge right. fan of the elements. I hate being cold. So right. basketball to me is I I played basketball my entire life. And it's I understand the game the best because I played it at the highest level for myself in terms of where I was. And I really do. 
I love the NBA. Right now, I love the NBA. It's just a lot of fun. And I know we got playoff baseball. We had two games tonight, but it's going to be hard to pull me away from Celtics, Sixers, and then Lakers, Warriors. I'm going to be on that tonight. That's where my eyes going. That's that's where my attention is going. It's fair. I'll, and I know it's playoff baseball, and I get it. It's playoff baseball, right. and I'll watch it. I'll flip back and forth. I'll probably watch the last three innings of the Guardians and the Yankees, see if the Guardians can knock out the Yankees. So I'll watch that. You know, game one of the NLCS. I'm excited. It's a late night. We'll have two. It's a rarity. We have two games, you know, two big games to watch on the West Coast tonight with Lakers, Warriors, and then Padres yeah. and and the uh, the Phillies. So we get some late night games to watch there. So Yankees game starts at what time? It's a day game, right? One o'clock our time. Yeah, four o'clock Eastern. That's four wild. Four. Game five on a four o'clock. Rained it out. I mean, they were, I know, you know but. Mother Nature's a, a Yankee fan, right? And they hang out. That's ridiculous. Oh, you think it's, it benefits the Yankees, huh? Yeah. You see the way the line's moving today? Everybody yeah. thinks it's benefiting the Yankees. I hope they're wrong, too. Need the Guardians. Go, go Guardians. All right. So Please. we we, we kind of got thrown off there because James yep. came on a little early. So let's go yep. into last night. Let's go. Chargers win. They don't cover. But let's talk <laughs> about the Broncos. Let's start with the Broncos here oh, and the Broncos offense. Oh, Is the Broncos offense the worst offense in the NFL? They're one in five to the over right now. So five and one to the under. Yes. Say it like that. that for, no, because I mean, everyone talks about the over first. It's over, under, or launched on the over number. Five one. And that's one the, the over. Under. No one bets unders. Public doesn't care about unders. They all bet overs. <laughs> one in five to the over. They care about winning five times out of six of games going under. Um, way under. Not just under. Like 15 under, to 20 under. points under. Uh, way under. Um, explain to me how... Because of the game rained out last night, the baseball game, I actually paid a little bit of attention to the football game. I said I really wasn't going to, and I had to because of the game rained out. Yep. They were moving the ball in the first half. <laughs> like he threw for almost 200 yards in the first half. And then the 15. second half. 15 what, yards. What was that? Like He threw for 15 yards. <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, I don't have the audio on. I'm watching it and doing other right. things, but I'm watching a game. I'm looking at the end game. I'm watching the game. And I'm like, did they just, is he hurt? Why are they not throwing the ball? This is a disaster. They're terrible. I mean, their offense is caca. It's not, uh, if you had overseas and wins, just burn the ticket. I mean, that ain't no, they ain't got no shot. We, I, not, we laughed They ain't at making it. the playoffs. Remember, they had the same win total as the Chiefs. We were like, "What the hell's going on?" In August, when we did the we oh. did the, 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 the all the schedules. Go back and watch how we broke down the Broncos. We were like, "How the hell is this team the same number of wins as the Chiefs?" We could go back and cut that clip and be like everyone else and talk about when we're really right. <laughs> we were really right. Like I kept saying, "I don't understand why they signed him." I don't understand. To me, he looks had he's looked done. Well, first they traded. Remember, they traded for him, and they gave up a ton of capital to get him. Then they gave him a five-year contract on top of that. That's what I'm saying. Like, but yeah. nobody looked at the film the last two years. Like he's looked like a step slower. The arms, there's just he's making bad decisions, bad throws. It's all been there. This is not just because he went to Denver. This has been happening. This is who he was the last year, at least in Seattle. So them signing him. Terrible. Did you see the Mr. Unlimited clip? Did he do that again, or is that a refresh from before? I saw what Mikey Awesome did, by the way. It was unbelievable. Um, but I don't was know it, how. At some point, that, we're going to have to put Mikey Awesome on the payroll because it that came back, that right? Did. 
it came back. I, I, or did I he do it again? Because the first time was awful. And then he, he brought it back again. I was like, dude, he did the Mr. Unlimited thing again? I think he brought it back. I don't think he, oh my God, I, I think he ran so it back. Bad. Somebody so, take away his fucking phone, please. God darn it. That's ridiculous. What yeah. are you doing? I don't this is, know. And, and Sierra's in the background, like saying, throwing out different like words for him. And he's going, Mr. Unlimited. It was, it, it was ridiculous. I, I was having French. flashbacks. Beyond like, French. Beyond Like French. Howard Stern. Saying WNBC again. It was like from private. WNBC. Like, yeah. It's like, this is what this sounds like to me when he's saying Mr. Unlimited. Like, yeah. Russ, I know you like being corny. I know you think it's your bag that you're, I'm, I'm the corny quarterback. You suck. Like, just stop. Focus on playing football. Stop worrying about your social media. Start playing football again because you're getting ripped by NFL receivers on Twitter and TikTok who are showing wide open receivers over the middle on key third downs and you're missing. Couldn't see him. Couldn't see him. Couldn't Couldn't see him. The, the, the offensive line parted. The guy's right in his line. Of th- he's literally looking at the guy. He's wide open and he looks to the other way. Like, what are you doing, man? It's bizarre. At least he started to run a bit in the second half. Right. That's what he should do a lot more of is he should try to use his legs to pick up first downs. But man alive, that locker room, Nathaniel Hackett's going to lose that locker room really soon. Gonna? Jets, Jets plus three and a half. Explain that to me this week. It's already three. All right. Explain how the Jets are even are dogs. How are the Jets dogs to that Denver team? Can't make the Jets favorite to open. Can't. Why not? Are the pros going to be all over the Jets? They're always betting the Jets. You say right. It's it's already two at circa two and a half everywhere. There's no makes sense. Yeah. I, I said it yesterday. If you like, if you like the Chargers to win the game, bet the Jets. Monday, you know, while it was yeah. up because the number's yeah. gone and it's gone and forever. It ain't coming back. There's nothing no. that's going to happen between now and kickoff Sunday that's going to move the Denver number back. Isn't that like the automatic teaser leg of the week is Jets plus eight? Yeah. I mean, they all play one every time, even when Broncos win, it's a one, two, three point game. Like they play every game is tight and every day they lose them all. Somehow they covered yesterday, despite scoring only 16 points. Again, they don't score 20. I don't know, because Brandon Staley might be as bad of a coach as Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, what is everybody saying with that? Like, like how many times do you have to see it to go, you know what? Maybe maybe that's true. Like, How is Josh McDaniels the second best coach in the AFC West? How is that possible? By process of elimination. <laughs> I mean, like you just don't. You may not be that good, but you don't suck as bad as those two. Like <laughs> it's, the Raiders won by having a bye this week. I mean, like seriously, it's, yep. it's it's ridiculous. But you know, they're home against Houston coming up this week. Seven point yep. favorites. Just win the home game. Right back in the mix. Denver's bad. Denver, oh. they're they're gonna be the worst team in the West. And I said it all year that the, the Denver yeah, Broncos will be the worst this, team like, in the AFC West. And everyone's like, "No, it's gonna be the Raiders." I'm like, "Nope, not gonna be the Raiders. It's gonna be the Broncos." How are the, the Chargers Broncos? four and two? Because they've played teams in their division. They beat the Raiders and they beat the Broncos. That's half their wins. So let's see when they get a little outside and start playing teams in the AFC East and the AFC North. Right. Let's see what they, let's see what happens with the Chargers. Then let's see how the, how they do, because right. man, teams have figured out how to take away Mike Williams and, and when Keenan Allen's not in there and not healthy, Damn, you can't so play. They don't know nobody much. else. It's Austin Eckler and that's it. That's the only weapon they got. 
And he's not a guy who's going to take over a game by himself. He's not big enough. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. They're lacking weapons. I mean, they need a, I mean, part played pretty well last night, but they need like a legitimate Kelsey type tight end. Otherwise teams are really, everybody they, needs that. But. No, but, but I mean, they need even like a Hunter Henry or a John U. Smith. They need a pass catching tight end right, who can right. at least give some help because running the football for that offensive line is not getting the job done. Nope. So, and you don't have a back. Sony Michelle is on his last legs and Austin Eckler is a receiver. Basically. He's not really a running back. Right. So, they don't have a bell cow back that they can just line up and run the football. Cause last night, that's what you needed to do against Denver. Just line that up and run the ball straight at them. And they couldn't do it. Right. So Patrick Sertain takes away Mike Williams. Now what? Herbert gets re- and then the pass rush. They couldn't block that defensive line for the Broncos. No. Herbert's getting, hey, Herbert's got a bunch of jumpy feet. He's going to Her- get hit. I mean, he's getting hit too much too. It's 100%. just, it's just, it's just too, he's, it's, are the so, Chargers going to make the playoffs? No. One team's so, coming out of the AFC West. And we thought there was going to be three. Remember? Best division ever. <laughs> everyone, yeah, thought win, not, everyone thought they'd win. Double-digit wins. Yeah, uh, no. No. Uh, so speaking of Justin Herbert, here is what happens in the sports betting world when you give people free stuff. There has been an old adage oh, in radio sales. When you go. give somebody something for free – they will not pay for it later. Mm. If you go to somebody and say, here, here's a free pizza. Now I'm going to mm. charge you 20 bucks for that pizza. They're going to go, well, you gave it to me for free. Why would I pay 20 bucks for something I got for free previously? That doesn't feel right. So when you give gamblers their money back consistently, and then you give a big boost, a super boost, to one or more touchdown tosses to Justin Herbert, who has basically had a touchdown pass in every game he's played in the NFL. And you give a big boost and he throws zero touchdowns yesterday in that game against the Broncos. People. Bust as our friend David Pernum called it. (laughs) They boosted to even money from minus 800. Yeah. Herbert throws the ball 57 times. It's the most in a winning effort without a passing touchdown in NFL history. It's impossible, isn't it? And the public is asking DraftKings to give it their give the money back to him. Hmm. Loud crying about this. Gambling Twitter loudly saying, DraftKings, you're giving us our money back, right? It's funny. There's a place. I can't think of the name off the top of my head. It's never given the money back. Takes bets. Has oh oh boom. Oh, Las Vegas has never done this. You know why? Because exactly why you said. Why in the fuck would we give the money back when you made a bet? Because we pay you when you win. We keep it when you lose. That's making a bet. We don't just promotional decide. How do you decide? Which ones you give back? Which ones you don't? Oh, it's a marketing deal. Oh, you also don't do this, though. You also wouldn't change the odds on Justin Herbert from minus 800 to even money. Vegas also doesn't do that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Some Vegas companies are doing this in other states. They're not doing it here in in other states. I mean, here. I mean, here. But in other states. I mean, DraftKings is going to be operating in this jurisdiction very soon. So it's FanDuel. So I'm talking about in Vegas, Nevada books. 
Um, it's very hard. And the dirty little secret is that they pick things that don't have that much handle to do the boost on or to give the money back. It's like, hey, we gave all the money back on all these bets. And the reality is, really, how much bets did you take? Like, seriously, what's the number? They don't tell you the number. It's right. just like the bet percentages on this other stuff. Well, they don't tell you the number. Bet, a lot of people took this boost last night. Yeah, a lot of people. Our, our Discord a lot of channel, people that are on Twitter. I don't think our Discord general, channel. No, 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 no. Yeah. People in the people in the brigade, people listening to this show, people yeah. who are on Twitter. I saw a lot of people in the gambling space, a lot of gamblers, a lot of people who took this up saying this was a gift. They bet the max, whatever it was. There was 50, 50 bucks. bucks. They, they, they bet the max and they all want their money back. Right. Well, <laughs> I mean, you I have find to be really funny. You make a bet. Yeah. You make a bet, you lose. <laughs> You lose. Like it's up to the book to give the money back, but it's up to the book to not give the money back too. That's the but risk you take the when you make the bet. You should never give the money back. Refunds. This I said that. Nonsense. I said this that refunding. two years ago, and I said, Dave, you don't this know refunding. what you're talking about, Dave. I have no problem with playing with numbers. Okay, I have no problem trying to incentivize a bet, saying, "Hey, get more handle on a game," or focusing on a prop. I have no problem with the books can set whatever damn number they want. I have no problem with that. But when you refund people's money they start to expect you to do it because it's there's no rhyme or reason to when you refund the bets. It's just, well, this is a good time to do it. Do it now. Right. So why isn't this a good time now? Well, people are going to go, wait a minute. That, that was a fluke thing. Look at the record. 57 passes, the most in a winning effort in NFL history. And I lost because of a fluky thing that happened. It's why we watch sports. Cause every time we turn on a game, we don't know what's going to happen. And something right. fluky and weird happened doesn't mean you get your money back, but because you've given them their money back so often, people are coming, you know, it's like the deer that you feed outside your house. You know, I'm not feeding then, you today. And you ask why it's eating the yeah. bushes. Why are you here? Like, why, why is no, the deer? Why, why, why are you eating my bushes? I, <laughs> yeah. I was, you were feeding me and you didn't <laughs> yeah. feed me. So I ate the bushes. Like, like it's just, and, you, and, and, and then you blame the deer. Right. So get away. You're going mad because the bushes. deer is destroying your property, but you're the one that was feeding the deer to begin with. Exactly. So like, what are you doing? There's like, no crying. Just, you can't yeah. cry. If you win or lose, there's no, the crying is the worst from the book. It's even more worse because, you know, the book usually has the staying power in the bankroll behind it right. to open the next day, which, you know, we'll get to in a second about books opening <laughs> and then closing because they close too. But yeah. the incentivizing thing is so, I get why you're doing it, but it's a race to the bottom. I said this years ago. I saw this offshore 25 years ago. The books that did this shit don't stay around. The books that take bets, pay winners, keep the losers, keep the juice fair, end up winning in the long run. But nobody's in it for the long run. Everybody's in it for the stock deal and a quick buck. That's all. Well, one company that thought that they were going to be able to use one of their platforms to turn on gamblers found it not profitable and not worth it anymore. FUBU TV, FUBU Sportsbook. Well, the FUBU Sportsbook is no more. FUBU announced to last night in this morning, they closed up quick, Dave. Up and they closed. and they closed up without telling their customers how to get their money back. Nope. And so now if you are somebody with a FUBU account and have yeah. money in that account, you can't access your funds 
FUBU is the clothing, by the way, for us, by us. FUBO Sports. Oh, sorry, FUBO. Sorry. That's all right. No, you sound very cool saying FUBU, and FUBU probably will have a sports book next. Thank you. They probably will. For the haters, I don't want the haters coming at you. Why is Parole saying FUBU? Fine, FUBO. Sorry, excuse me. Sports book. FUBO. Sports. Never used it in my life, not the TV, not or the application. No, but they can't get their money out. This is bad, bad. I mean, it's ironic because I spoke to someone about going to work at Fubo Sportsbook. Wow. And said, I don't think this is going to work, guys. And well, what do you what do you mean? Well, first of all, you're coming in late to the party. Like the party's been up established. It's rocking. In fact, it's it's probably already past the halfway point. We're closer to curfew and shutting this thing down than we are the beginning of the party. And you guys are just coming. You ain't wowing anybody with anything here. I'm not impressed with the software. Um, how long are you going to be around? Well, you know, sports betting is everything. It's going to explode. It's this, it's that. I'm like, really? Oh, yeah, we have the platform to push all the stuff. People will... All people will watch all the events. Then we just go right to our sports book. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I know some people that interviewed with them who then consulted with me, said, what do you think? I said, I don't think it'd be a good move for you. I think you should. I think you should stay. And I know some guys that went and did go work for them. Oh. And I haven't talked to them yet this morning, but they've been looking for a job for a month or two. Guys that were traders and so they were like, like oh, so that they were they were doing the slow shutdown before they finally pulled the plug last night. Yeah, I mean, okay. when I got when I got the call from uh, the guy about you know let him know if there's any openings, I was like, dude, it's September, right? Like. This is probably not the right time. Like everybody's already kind of got their spot, at least for the next the six worst months. time. It, it's a horrible thing to do to the people who work there. How about the fight. people that have bets and stuff like future wagers and everything else? Absolutely. Huh. This is a huge, I mean, this is Iowa in this story that was uh, online casino news who, who we have it on the screen. They quote two different head of, you know, gaming in different States that there's some mad people. Right now, there's some mad states about this because they're because people are going to gaming in those states and saying, hey, I got a blank. Well, I got an X, Y, Z bet riding. If it cashes, who am I talking to? (laughs) Who who am I going to try to withdraw from who they took the bet? So they have my money. I want either my money back, but really, I want the bet to be honored. Like I made the play. So I want to know if I win, if I have a hundred bucks on a plus. 10, you know, 10 to one return. I want the dime return back. And who am I talking to? And even in this article, like <sighs> they don't know. This is gaming doesn't know who to talk to at the moment as to like, who's going to be responsible to pay this out. I was on the other end of this when I was in West Virginia and I saw the end before it was there. And I came back to Vegas. I knew what was coming and I knew I had to get the hell out of there. Same thing. This is a terrible situation. It's because the gambler still wants to bet on the future right. bets. The fact that there's nobody to answer the phone or talk to or chat with or anything. I mean, shit's closed. 
I mean, oh yeah, we we got a letter this morning. I mean, our props.com, we 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 got a letter. I'm looking at it right now. We we, yeah. we got a letter from them essentially saying that, you know, in the coming hours this morning, everything was going to be turned off for Frubo. Everything. All websites, apps. In links. October, when things are humming, supposedly, it closed. Do you not understand? I think this is the tip of the iceberg. This is going to oh, happen yeah. frequently. This is going to, this is not surprising at all to me. This is just like it was again offshore. I've seen the future in all of this. There were people who we shared office space with in a building, came to work the next day, gone. Hey, where's, uh, where's so and so? Nobody knows. Are they coming back? No. Let Darn. me read this. So, what? okay. So, 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 so this is from the, from the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission, that Iowa found out that Fubo was ceasing operations yesterday. Yeah. He said, quote, they indicated apps would be shut down for a brief period of time while they disabled the ability to bet. Then users will have 30 days to withdraw funds and checks will be mailed for future bets. Mm. We're trying to figure out how long that, quote, brief period of time is. <laughs> There's $150,000 of liability right now from Fubo from people just in the state of Iowa. Oh, okay. Just in Iowa. They have a hundred. How many states are they in Four. Arizona, Iowa, New Jersey, and Ohio next year. They're operating in two right now, Arizona and Wait Iowa. A second. They're opening in Ohio. They were going to, they were going to Jersey and Ohio next year. They were going to they ain't opening, right? Yeah, they were trying to, uh, my gosh, that. get this. They were trying to find a buyer for the sports betting infrastructure, probably a G2E. They probably came here looking to shop at G2E and couldn't find anybody to buy it. Oh, you and, then went, and then went home and just pulled the ripcord because, <laughs> yeah, Fubo, Fubo cut um, its losses. They, they supposedly invested over $100 million yeah. in this book. Yeah. $100 million. This is what I keep telling you. I keep telling you off the air. I mean, this is what's going on. These people keep telling these fairy tales. And I just look at them and go, wait, hold on. Who's booking the games? What are you doing? Fubo had partnered with the Cleveland Cavaliers yep. to run one of the team's two mobile sports betting sites. Uh-huh. Uh. They had agreed for physical, a physical sports book to be built this year at the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Oh, wow. So they had agreed to do that. Oh boy. Uh, the Ohio, the Ohio casino control commission did not re uh, re return questions for comments. No, um, no, definitely. The casino queen Maquette in Iowa, which had partnered with Fubo for its online venture and retail sports book could not provide any insight into the future of their operation. No, Quote, at this time, we can't answer any questions because we don't know anything. We don't we just know. Found out, we just found knows. out this morning. Yeah. That's a casino host. At the Queen Marquette. Yes. Yeah. Arizona law requires operators to notify the state gaming department at least 180 days before ceasing operations Six and months. to provide a plan for setting outstanding liabilities or refunding player accounts. Or the what? The Arizona Department of Gaming did not immediately return requests for comments. Oh, shit. They're coming after them. Six Iowa, months requirement? Yep. Iowa law requires operators. Iowa law requires operators to hold a cash reserve to cover any outstanding sports wagering liability. That's what we had to Fubo, do. How we had to keep with the money to pay all the accounts. That's why they gave us the license. Fubo 
has verified those funds are in place in the state of Iowa. Very good and work, Iowa. Good job. According to Iowa, we have no con- we have no current concerns that any player liabilities won't be paid out. So if you're in the state of Iowa and you have a bet at Fubo, you're going to get your money. So they're going to cover it. Whether the bet's live or not, I don't know, but you're going to get at least your money back that they've got. Gamblers want the bet. Of course. But if it's a future wager, which you know, it might be got- next February. It, may, it, it might be next February. I mean, if it's an NFL future, it's win totals. What if it's Super NBA? You just you got NBA season wins. You were, take, you were open yesterday, taking bets yes. close today. I mean, what the hell? You probably got NCAA I mean, tournament futures. You got all kind of shit. I, I tell you what, I think right now there are probably so many people in the gaming world who work on the gaming control side asking very, very pointed questions about what the law states <laughs> saying, There's- hey, what's our law states? Hey, what's our plan? If this happens here. What are we going to do? What's our do course of action? understand how like the next state to open or agree to have this shit is going to have to go through now. Like after this, you know, I mean, the Arizona law says oh. you got to give them 180 days. They gave them today. Give them one day. There's no notice. There's nothing. They could just do whatever they want. It's like, wait a second. Oh, people can go on. to jail. I mean, there has to be some penalties. It has to be some. Can't get some, a hold of nobody. Well, you have a warrant out for someone's arrest. I mean, you go out and make them. You, you can. You know, you got the law on your side. So the Place one thing closed. you do we have out of money, we're closed. What are you going to do? Shut it up. See you later. It's fucked up. It's yeah, but Fubo you. is still, a, but Fubo TV is still a thing. Fubo oh, TV they'll go after them. Away. They'll go so after like, them. They're, they're going after them. Yeah. I mean, they're they're going to have to write some big checks for this. Like this is not going to be, this is not over when Fubo just says we're done. Like <laughs> it's one thing if it's like you know bet Tim or something. It's some small little operation that is, you know, trying to do a sports book and they go under. <laughs> this is Fubo. This is not a small operation. This is, a, this is what they do. This is a whole platform. This is a Roku going under or fire stick going under. Like you got some big money backing to this stuff. A lot of show games and all this stuff. You got to really sniff it out. Then you got to, you got to really, I mean, the legislators have a lot of responsibility. I'm telling you, you know who's having a conversation about all this shit right now? Your people in Massachusetts. 100%. They're going, wait Ohio a second. is too. How did Ohio? this, oh, Ohio. Ohio Ohio's. was up all night. After yeah. they heard this last night, they're like, hold on. Yeah. We're supposed to open January 1st. Hold on. Yeah. What the hell's going, who are these people? They Maryland. were offering licenses to, to like the guy in the street. Yep. The hot dog vendor could get a license to operate a book in, in Ohio. Hold True. on. Time out. 7-Elevens. There's 35 of those. They're all over the state. There are yeah. no, no, three, 300, sorry, 350 all over the state in Ohio that are going to be mobile kiosks set up. You, anybody can get a license to have a kiosk. I asked up. you if you wanted to get a license in Ohio. <laughs> I said, what the hell? Let's go. We'll book the games right. on the side. What the hell? It'll be easy. It ain't that right. hard. I mean, if I if you know how to move the lines and stuff, but like, uh, yes. Now, do you think anybody in Ohio is going, hold up. Wait a minute. Hold up. We got to find out who these people are. We got to do the due diligence. Proud of Iowa for having that reserve. You got to have the money on reserve in case this happens. People get paid. There's no ramifications there because you got the money. We'll find, we'll get you your money. You know, when we switched over systems, we had to keep an old system in place running in the back for one year. 
from wow. the date we switched the system here in Nevada, in case anybody came in with a ticket, they said one year. We said that's 180 days on a thing. They said you will stay open for a year with the old shit and pay every single one if anybody comes in with tickets. Yes, sir. So it's interesting, man. I saw it last night and I was like, oh, boy. And tip of the iceberg is a great way of putting it because I do think March 1st, circle it. Circle March 1st. <laughs> if not March 1st, April 1st. Correct. In radio, we always said January 1st or right after the Super Bowl. The Monday after the Super Bowl, January 1st was the first date. Then the Monday after the Super Bowl. Right. Then April 1st, right after March Madness. Look how many people... Look how many companies go under. Look how many shows get taken off the air. Look how many media members get let go. Yeah. And it's going to be the same thing when it comes to sports books. Probably not January 1st for sports books because unless they work on a calendar year, which most don't, they work on a football schedule. But right. the Monday after the Super Bowl, there's going to be a lot of questions in those boardrooms about what are we doing? <laughs> should we should we keep going? Like, here's our number. Here's our, you know, in the red this is where we're running. Can we do this for another year? Because can you sustain college basketball is great, but it's, you know, March Madness is a three week run. Yeah. And then you're into baseball and you're into that April, May, June doldrums. Playoff basketball, playoff hockey and baseball every it, day. And can it keep you alive? For five months, April, May, June, July, August. That's five full months of just that. It's a hard decision. So it's going to be interesting to see. Those companies, everyone is saying there's five, six, maybe seven when it's all said and done. Four of them will dominate 85% of the market. The others will fight for the remaining 15%. And the companies will have to figure out whether they want to be in business with that 15% cut of 15%. Correct. And who is the fourth? I don't know. I, I, I'm very curious to see who the fourth is going to be because we know who the big two are. MGM and, and Caesars are going to go three, four, four, three, depending on how it kind of shakes out. Correct. And who they've got properties. So they've got staying power for as long, however long they want to do it. They'll stay. I mean, there are Caesars and MGM are not going anywhere for a very long time Mm -mm. because of the properties. Fifth, sixth, seventh. Who is it going to be? We don't know at the moment. It could be fanatics. They could come in and shake the marketplace up, but they're late and they're coming in really. So Mm. what do they do? How did they have access? They have a huge list like we've talked about, but it's going to be interesting how many companies have that moment of, uh-oh, like Fubo just had. Try to get bought, then get bought. So they close the doors. So many people. It feels like so many of these companies tr- have tried to do that. You know, if they don't have You walked around packing, G2E yeah. and looked and saw and heard some of the pitches ourselves. Like, like you're going to be here in six months? That's, <laughs> that's a fair question. Yeah. If you don't have international backing, if you haven't been around for 15, 20 years in Europe, if you haven't been doing, if you don't have a pool of money to draw from to keep it going, it's tough. I mean, they lost a hundred million dollars. Quick. A hundred million. 
somebody's looking for somebody i'm telling a hundred million dollars yeah so the other big gambling story yes is that the ufc has now decided that they are going to stop james kraus and company yeah from doing what they were doing sure they are they have changed their rules and regulations that ufc fighters and subsidiaries of the ufc fight game cannot bet they are no longer allowed to place wagers on UFC game UFC fights. Okay. <laughs> that was a great freeze, but you just froze <laughs> a great face when you froze. What do you mean? So you don't buy this? Oh no, this will fix everything. They won't. They, it won't fix anything. But don't you think with DraftKings involvement with the UFC that they had to do this? Of course. We said this at the beginning. Yeah. I mean Hunter Campbell. Just- Listen, we talked about this for three years ago. Everything's too close now. Everything's, it's all, everybody's in bed together. And when you do this all together, when you're all sleeping with each other, and when you ain't even in separate houses, you're all in the same house. Now you're in the same bed. And now you've turned it into, you know, really being partners. You got to, somebody's got to be the grown up in a room. Somebody's got to be the parent and say, hold on. No title fights. What are we doing? Keep it separate. So Hunter Campbell, who is the director of uh, the chief business officer for the UFC, told Yahoo Sports and our friend Kevin Ioli that athletes are still able to seek out sponsorships or deals as brand ambassadors from sports betting companies. So they can still do the TikTok videos. They can still do the Instagram reels. They can do the stuff that they were doing. They just can't bet themselves on games. On fights. So James Krause, what he was doing. I think James Krause is the one that spoiled everything. I think James Krause going on Ariel Helani's show and say, I says, I make more money betting on UFC fights than I do as a coach. That must have set off alarm bells all over the UFC when they heard that. Yeah. I mean, one, it set off alarm bells and said, why does this man get paid more? <laughs> That's the first question. Well, no, he's ask. coaching a lot of low-level fighters. I mean, he's not he's got one champion now, but up till four months ago, he didn't have a champion in, in his in his group. He didn't have a moneymaker. He had a bunch of low-level guys who were fighting for 10 and 10. <laughs> Listen, these guys have been betting on themselves for years without course, actually this is not, betting they, on they, themselves. They can't like, bet on themselves, they can't bet on anybody for or against anymore. Yeah, but you know, people, I, I I won't ask you specifically, but people have placed bets for other people all the time. Of course. <laughs> I'm not, it's, it, it can still happen, it's just, but, but right. it's the direct, James Krause had a podcast in which he gave betting advice. <laughs> like he was hosting a podcast saying, bet this. I'm betting this. Here's where my money's going. Follow me. Bet. He claimed he was winning 65, 70% of all of his bets in the UFC. He had a bet. He said he bet every single fight on every single card. He said he at least one bet on every. So it's coming up UFC 280 in Dubai on Saturday. 14 fights, I believe, that's on that card. He would make a bet on every single one. And he'd win. He would claim 70% of the time. There's B books lining up to take action. 
I'm sure, but, but, but it's got a bigger point of the fact that he's out there talking publicly as a coach. So he knows would you rather he not talk publicly and do it anyway? No, he can't do it. He can't. He can't. He could up until this policy. Correct. And now so, he I mean, cannot. Being open and transparent, isn't that what the books all want? Isn't that what the business is being legal? That's supposed to be. So you got guys that do it. Like, no, it's the, same about thing, it? it's the same thing with NFL players. NFL players can bet. They just can't bet on NFL games. That's why Calvin Ridley got suspended for a year. Can't yeah. bet on NFL games. You can bet on everything else. Just can't bet on NFL games. Same thing with UFC fighters. Bet on everything else. You can't bet on UFC fights. And like our, our, our friend Zade was going back and forth with me on Twitter yep. on this saying like, why, why isn't boxing, you know, boxers are allowed to do this. Boxing doesn't have a company signed to DraftKings. Boxing's all independent. Everybody is sec- It's separated in boxing. So yeah, Floyd can put a half a million dollars down on himself or $10 million down on himself to win. That's fine. In Nevada, you can bet on yourself. You can't bet on yourself to lose. You can bet on yourself to win, right? Which is what Floyd would do. I bet on myself to win. Okay. Well, look, boxing is not regulated by one company. Dana White is the president of a company that signs independent contractors to fight on his cards. They're paid right. to win and show, and they have a monster deal with DraftKings. That's a problem. Boxing is different than the UFC. It's all too too close. Like you can't you you have to. If there's ever a point where somebody thinks with a little bit of proof or not that a fight is fixed, it's over. That's it. It's over for the books. It's over for the sport. It's over. That's what that integrity fee and all that other shit that they tried to hustle the books for and stuff. Yeah. That was bullshit, but the theory behind it was right. You have to have the level. Once it becomes wrestling, you can't take bets on it. You can't because somebody knows. I say every day, nobody knows shit. Most of the time, it's true. But but in this case, (laughs) you got a guy coaching a guy, and then he's going to bet, and then he's doing a show talking about it. Bet with me. I'm telling you what to do, and it – either happens or it's too close. It's too close. You don't need that in your sport. The one part about this and the one thing I really don't think they're fully, it makes it a little bit lip service to me is the last part of this article from Kevin Ioli on Yahoo Sports. Kevin's great, by the way. The fighters aren't prohibited from betting on any other sport or from wagering on other MMA promotions. Okay, so have you ever gone to, to a stream guitar here in town? The gym? Yeah. No. Okay, so extreme couture here is where a ton of high-level fighters all train together. Okay. They have it, amazing fighters who come through. You know, Francis Ngannou, like all the big bull, all the big name guys are all fighting. Or, you know, they're in Vegas training. Chances are they're at extreme couture. Okay. There are two other gyms as well here in town that, that have big level fight, but that's extreme couture's a big one. Their pro practices are mixed with every single promotion tour in MMA. From the tough enough to Bellator oh. to one to one championship to everything else. So you could train with somebody, have a full training camp with them, watch them, see the opponent. Sometimes the two people fighting each other are both at extreme couture. <laughs> they're right. both there. You yep. can handy you could handicap the two fighters as to, as how they're training, what they're doing. You could watch. 
you have like monster inside information and you can still bet on it. Right. So wouldn't it, this is where it's like, I would say you can't bet on combat sports at all. Like you can bet on anything else. No, 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 no. Betting on combat sports. No, betting on combat sports is huge for combat sports. No, I agree. I'm talking about the fighters themselves. I'm not talking about people. Talking about you're telling the fighters they can't bet on UFC fights as a UFC fighter, but they can bet on Bellator fights as a UFC fighter. One in 10 guys bet that are fighting. One in 10 people bet that are in society. Maybe one and a half. It's 15%. Coaches, I don't think it's that trainers. big a deal. I think you have to police the ones that are, but I don't think you have to make a big unifying rule. The problem is that it just did make a big unifying rule. What do you mean? It's the whole story. Enforceable. Oh, how is this enforced? If you find out if the books here in town see somebody who's a fighter making a bet, what bet they're making? So it's on the book to police it. it? Is. Hey, know your customer. K Y Z. More bullshit. That's on you guys. <laughs> That's your not enough to fucking put the lines up. We got to make the numbers. We got to hey. take the money. We got to tell you when the money comes in, and now we got to tell you who's putting the money up. And we got to win and hold fucking five to eight percent and make it. Otherwise, we close like Fubo. Seems K Y C K Y C. It's on you. Unbelievable. That's how it is. Hey, who is that guy? You'd be in the book with famous people all the time. No one knew who they were. I did because I paid attention to sports, but people punch at a clock just doing time. They don't know who these fighters are unless they got cauliflower ears and they're six foot three. You don't know who they are. Come in. 3,000 on this. Peace out. See you later. Go on. It's going to be tough to police. Especially on apps. So Calvin, Calvin really got caught by betting on an app under his own name. Can't not really wait what you're doing. Not very smart. Uh, okay, okay, a couple of things before the, yep. the sports grid folks yep. go. Guardians, Yankees. Come on, one time. Our guy Josh Ingles with this very interesting stat. Do you know the Guardians yes. haven't lost back to back games in months? It's not, it's a month, but it's a, a long month, time. A month since early September. It's October. Right. Can yes. they? Keep this alive and not lose back to thirty-seven games. Thirty-seven. Please, one time, win the game. <laughs> Just win today. Win today, and then we'll move on, and then we'll we'll have some other running around and stuff to do. But yes, I think they can win. I mean, listen, the the rain helped the Yankees because now they have a starter that's going to go at the beginning of the game, at least three or four innings. If he gets through, I'm hoping to get Cleveland and Savali through the, the, the order once like without getting bombed. That's it. Okay. Yeah. He ain't pitching more than three. I, I would be very surprised. I just don't know who's coming in next. Now what's his K prop. Savali's got to be two and a half or three and a half max without looking. Uh, has to be see. two and a half or three and a half. Savali's K prop <laughs> three and a half. Yeah. Heavy Usually to the under. One fifty-eight to the under. So I mean that's a big juice bet, but that's an under bet. Um yeah, it's like hold your breath. Just Tito's gotta try to get him through three, and then 
I don't know. Now with the rain, it may be Bieber. Should be Bieber. You know, if he's if he's able it to throw three. If you have a one nothing, two nothing lead, you're the guardian. Oh, I think if Bieber. they have a lead, there he's in. You go to Bieber know. and you just see as long as long as he can go. It's Pedro in the playoffs again. Same thing. Get right. out there, kids. See how long you can go. Just get us. He ain't through. gonna pitch though against Houston if they win. Like he ain't gonna pitch till game. That's three fine. Four. That's okay. You can't worry but about there that. There is series. no Houston series if they don't win today. Yeah, you can't you worry about today. tomorrow. It's all about today. There is no tomorrow right now for the Guardians. It's all about today. There is you, no tomorrow. You throw whatever you've got. Just like in your arsenal, you throw it today. Whatever is available, all hands on deck. Whatever you can do. You slay the dragon and you knock down this team and you put the Yankees into a place of reeling uncertainty in the offseason. For all of us in Major League Baseball, please do this. Please. <laughs> I just want to watch it. I want to watch time. the Yankee offseason. I want to watch the hammering. Oh, the baseball yeah. world will all will, will start what will be one of the more interesting offseasons in recent memory for baseball with Aaron Judge and a free agency year. He's right. One time. I can't wait to see what's going to happen. One I time. Would, I would love it. Come on, Cleveland. One I time. Mean, I will say this guardians Astros is not an interesting ALCS to me, but not an interesting. I think Astros walk over them, unfortunately. Well, but, I wouldn't really ask you yet, but the way you're that's rolling, fine. that's a good thing for me. If I'm sure. with guardians, today. I don't bet on baseball anymore. So it's easy. So I can just tell you what I think. Ast- Astros are a much better baseball team. With Maybe much the better- live chicken, the way you're going, just like Pedro's. <sighs> I hit a bit last night. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm back tonight. I'm good. I feel okay. it. I'm good. Right. I just, I just needed to see one go through the net last night. And I got, I, I got okay. that. So okay. just need to have a non-losing day. It was good. So that was yesterday. So we're back today. There um, is no start- tomorrow. That's right. It was Apollo. He was telling Rocky and Rocky three, there is no tomorrow. That's By the way, did you see the, the, the trailer for Creed three that came out today? I don't watch it yet. No, I don't watch it yet. Is it good? Does it look good? I am so far in on that movie. I cannot freaking wait. <laughs> Looks I like I like both. Creed's. Unbelievable. Yeah, 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 both one and two are really good. And yeah, then Michael Jordan does an unbelievable job. Michael Jordan is the director of Creed three. So it's his director directorial debut. Ew. It looks awesome. Creed three looks awesome. I can't. Looks really, really good. I can't wait to see it. When's it's it coming really out? Uh, I think this summer. Christmas. Oh wow! Not till summertime. Um, Jesus, man, I hate when see. they give me the teasers like that. Put it out. Wait me six. Wait six months. Um, Erod Sean's in the chat giving us all the negativity for the Guardians. One and seven in winner take off postseason games in franchise history. Lost 18 to 22 potential series clinching games since 1999. Hey, Erod, <laughs> they can lose two. Yankees can lose. Come on. Come on. Let's Eron. see. Let's see what happens. Uh, by the way, Aaron Patrick, the star linebacker for the Broncos, out for the year, torn ACL. Sports Grid back tomorrow. I'll see you guys after the Pat McAfee show coming up tomorrow. I appreciate you guys being here. You guys are on YouTube and Twitter. Don't move. More to come for BVB. Um, okay. So, Darvish laying 118 to Wheeler in game one. I got to mm-hmm. admit, it's going to take a lot to get me to watch this game. Why? It's perfect time. Five o'clock today. What the hell else are you going to be watching? Celtics? Yeah. <laughs> Second half Celtics? Yeah. Then you're just going to roll right into what? The Lakers, Lakers. and the, the, the Warriors? 
Yeah. So you're going to watch regular season basketball despite it being opening night, okay, instead of a playoff baseball game? With these two teams. I'm just not that interested. I, I like the Phillies. I'm just really not interested in the Padres. I just. Eh. If you're holding the future on it, are you interested? Of course I am, but I don't have a future on it. So I, I don't have an, a, a betting interest in this in this series or this game. So it's I, I hope the Phillies win it all. I would love for Bryce Harper to win it all. It really would be a nice, it would be a cool thing for his career. Here, be a cool, all that negativity, all the, the bad blood that was thrown at him for two cities. I would for Washington and Philadelphia. I would love to see Bryce Harper win it all. I just want this. I just want the guardians to be the opponent. If we can get the guardians to be the opponent <laughs> and I can explain to you why yes, in a week, we, yes. it'll be, it'll be very exciting for us. The brigade. Everybody. I already know why I already know why you're excited. But. Eron, Sean, I'm pulling yep. for the guardians. Dave F the evil empire. Good. Um, facts are facts, though, as he says, right? The facts are the facts. Santiago Garza just came in and said, but did you know the last time Cleveland won a winner-take-all game was against the Yankees? boy, Santiago. Find the what good year stat. was that? I don't know. I, That'd be a great... I, what year? Whoa. Find that when that was. Last time um, the Cleveland Indians knocked out the New York Yankees in the playoffs, 95? I was say, was, I was in Curacao in 97 when they played the Marlins. I don't know who they beat to get there. I can't remember. It was a fucking long year. I have to go back and look. Um, we needed Cleveland huge. I can't believe the Marlins won. Albert year. Bell years of Cleveland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carlos Baerga, Albert Bell. I mean, that was a team. That was a squad. Wow. Um, Phillies Padres is going to be a good baseball series for baseball yes. fans. Later in the series, I'll have more interest. Just not today. Right. Today, you're up against too much. Um. I mean, this is Wheeler Darvish. This is under. This is this is this is filth starter wise. This is um it's funny though. Our prop bet does not agree with that. Well no? curious to see what happens with that. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Expecting I, Darvish I'll be hit. watching it. I can Darvish to get Darvish to get hit today. But the really? Phillies. Not last very long. Okay. That's so that's that's, that's that's all right. It's a Philly. So student. we'll do that later. Yeah. Um, what is going on with the NHL tonight? Seven of the eight games have a total of six or higher, and there's a seven on the board in the NHL. Last what year we did we did shows and we talked a lot, and I kept saying there should be sevens. There should be sevens. And again, I was told, Dave, relax with the seven bullshit. Are you watching the games? I mean, are you watching what's going on? It's a little more wide open, and there's definitely more power plays now. Is that because the referees are told to call more penalties, or is that because the teams have better offensive you know, systems and weapons to go after goaltenders? Because it's, I mean, four, five, six. That's basically when I was growing up, four, five, six. Every game, four, five, six, four, five, six. Now, right. six, five, seven, three, six, four. Like These are like consistent scores we're seeing where it's not like, it's not just like kind of going over going over by like leaps and bounds yeah this is this is what i so uh tfos my buddy tommy who's still in the room at one of these places and him and i worked together for almost two decades big hockey guy we used to say this this type of hockey is late 80s hockey when it would be like you know edmonton winnipeg eight seven pittsburgh philadelphia was seven six 
It was just back and forth. A little less physical, a lot more skating. Here's where, here's where the scores last night for, for yeah. people who, did, who didn't recognize. 5-3, yeah. 5-4, 3-2, 6-4, 4-2, 4-3, 4-2, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 4-3, 
see, this is though, this is the thing, like you're talking about the NBA before and about carrying stuff over that happened last year and stuff. Does it apply? Like this is just a rule of thumb for some people. I always bet against the team on the back on end of a back to back with a travel in between. It's a home some opener for Ottawa. They, they haven't played at home yet. This is their first home game. And they got beat up bad in their first two games. I just, I just don't understand. I'm, I'm, I'm lost. They lost to Buffalo four to one and lost to Toronto three to two. So they scored three goals. Sorry, not two goals. They scored three goals. So Boston 16 to three goal differential in this game going in tonight. So you're saying Boston should be favored? Yes, I'm fine no. with I'll take I'll take the plus money. Thank you very much. Bet the Bruins. But this line doesn't make a lick of sense. It was plus 104 last night at at, at Circa when I bet it. It's now plus 114 at FanDuel. Oh, yeah. That plays Ottawa. Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm not saying it's right. It just makes it makes perfect sense to me. It doesn't make perfect sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't make perfect sense. It's it game four. It's game four. Doesn't make perfect sense. In game, who's playing, in, who's playing in, goal in the, February? I don't care. Guy both, that, both Bruins goaltenders are better than the Ottawa center and the Ottawa's goaltender. Yeah, but is one Boston guy better than the other? No, they're both. I'll take Olmark or you have Swain. them rated the same. Forsberg's not good for Ottawa. <laughs> I'll take either Bruins goaltender. I'm good. Bruins offense, 16 goals in three games. This is this has the makings of Ottawa winning four nothing. Okay, I'm just telling you. I just seen it too many times. In February, I would agree with you. In October, no, not matters. Yeah, because you have you're banged up, you're nicked up, you're tired, you've been traveling. All true. All that's true. You get your pucks off the off your shins and off your ankles and off your feet, and you're you're just not feeling it. You're banged up. Bruins have played one road game this year. Two home games, one road game. They're three and zero, one and zero. All three wins on the puck line, and I get who they money play. Line. They play anybody the good yet? The Bruins. Yeah. Bruins beat Florida last night, five okay. to three. Yeah. Bruins beat the uh, beat the Capitals and the Coyotes five two six three. Okay, not bad. And Coyotes suck. Panthers are good. Capitals aren't bad. Coyotes just beat the Maple Leafs yesterday as five fifty underdogs. That's well, yeah. Again, <laughs> look at this number. <laughs> okay, congratulations, bookmakers. Good hey, job out of you. Way sometimes to go. the numbers nice, are wrong too, nice, man. Nice numbers. Well, yeah. So Vegas at Calgary. Tonight, I have another. I have a bet on this the side of this good game. Hockey game, son. I have, I have a bet on the side of this game. But what do you make of the total? Of this six and a half. Would you play the over on this game? I would right now. Feels Did like an you? over bet, right? No. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'll keep an eye on this one after the baseball game. Yeah, I think one team is legitimate and one team's fool's gold. Really? Yep. Seems a little bit extra. 165. I got 150. Well, there's 15 cents of line movement. Now, why Calgary, is that? Calgary's beaten the Avalanche and the Oilers this year. Avalanche and Oilers, that's two pretty good teams. <laughs> I mean, are you the best team in hockey and a top 10 team in hockey? Yeah, the son, that's, a, that's two pretty good teams. 
the Golden Knights are 3-0, 2-0 on the road, but they've beaten the Kings, Blackhawks, and Kraken. <laughs> Kings, Blackhawks, and Kraken. Not really a murderer's row right there. Not, not really. Markstrom and net tonight for Calgary. I mean, why well, haven't played a game? Calgary's going to win. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. You are feeling very confident for a guy that, you know, wouldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat right now, but it's all right. I like the confidence. I told you I, I just needed one and then come back. All right. That's good. I, I just, if Vegas wins at Calgary, I'll be stunned. They got goaltending problems. In game four of the yeah. season? Yeah. Because Vegas, they're three. Stunned? Vegas is three and 12 so far on their power play, which is really impressive. Their power play sucked last year. They couldn't score anything. So they've made some nice, So Cassidy has made some nice adjustments. Stone being back healthy is big. Eichel is definitely yes. impressive, but you've got a Calgary team in their barn. They don't lose. <laughs> Is a really hard place to play. We'll see. Should be an intense game. I like it. Yep. Pacific Division, these arguably Edmonton's in the conversation clearly, but you could have Edmonton, Vegas, Calgary as the three best teams in the division. Is Vegas got to go to, oh, Vegas comes right back and plays Thursday at home. Who the hell goes up there for one game? It's a far trip. I didn't think anybody went to Calgary and didn't go to Edmonton after or Vancouver. Like, you go right. for one game and come back. That's a Western Conference. That's a long ass road trip for one game. Yep. Wow. Okay. Over? I think over. I mean, this stretch, these next three games for the Knights at Calgary, home for Winnipeg, home for Colorado. Whew. What, what day is that game? Which one? Colorado? Saturday. Yeah. Saturday night? Like 20 Saturday night. Yep. Calgary. <sighs> sorry. Colorado at Vegas. If Cleveland wins today, maybe we'll go to the Colorado game. <laughs> It'll be a fun game for sure. Um, Omaha Steak Searing Hot Take of the Day. You guys use that promo code BVB to save uh, 30 bucks off the order. 50% off right now. BVB. Running down on the days, by the way, once this October is over, this promotion ends. So if you're thinking about doing it, using that promo code BVB, days are running short. Tom Brady is going to get, the more Tom Brady talks, the more Tom Brady is going to get in trouble. TB12, you got to stop talking, son. Did you see this latest quote? I did. From Tom Brady? I did. Comparing playing football to being deployed in the military? Come on, bro. Come on, man. What, are, we what doing? are you doing, dude? What are you doing? Going away on deployment for the military. Come on now. Uh, Tom, like, like, dude, I get it. You're an out-of-touch millionaire. I are billionaire almost. I, I, I get it. This is a dumb comment. This is why Bill told you to shut up and stop talking. Because you make comments like this. <laughs> Not good. I mean, Lock it up. He's reeling. I get it. Okay. And he's trying to make analogies and trying to explain himself as to how his personal life, what's going on, telling publicly on a podcast. It's finding impossible for him to focus on his personal life for half of the year because he's all about football. So essentially he shuts off his family for six months out of the year. It's hard. Like I, 
I made that like when I was married, that that was the, the joke that I would make all the time. I have in season Matt and out of season Matt, right? And in season Matt, I don't do a whole lot. I'm home Saturdays and Sundays. I am locked to my phone and you know, I have to carve out time to do things with my daughter and I make sure of it. And I, I am definitely there, but there's definitely a lack of time because also teaching came in and teaching made it more of a priority as well. So I took away even more of my time when I was teaching at UNLV, but like, that's, I understand what Tom's trying to say. It's the wrong analogy. Correct. Like, come on, dude. Like just, it's not the same as you going on deployment to the military. Ah, uh, there's in season, out of season is a good way to describe it. Look, it's a big commitment. Everybody knows it. Tom, you're 45. This is the end. Please lock it up. Just please, this just, is the end. Just lock it up. Like enough. Make the announcement. Make the announcement. Like this is my last year. So like, just like tell everybody like I'm playing it out. This is my goodbye tour. Oh, I'm he long. ain't gonna do that. He, he should. I wish he, he would. Yeah, he, he ain't even telling people he. Somebody, no, there's no one around him right now to say, Tom, shut up. Stop. I think he's playing. I think he's playing next year. Oh, for sure. He's playing next year. He's yeah, going to need the money. No. <laughs> well, she owes him. He's going to come out profitable in the divorce. Not her. He, she, she's worth more than he is. He it's likes playing. Deal. He loves playing. He really does love he playing. Quit. Uh, let's go to the props.com prop out of the day. We'll skip the story of the day. We'll go to you, Darvish. Under five and a half K's today for the prop bet of the day at minus 120. How do you feel about this? Because this means he's not sticking around for long. Or, or it means the Phillies, boy, the Phillies swing and miss a lot, though. I, I don't know. I, I so like Darvish that. has averaged 6.4 innings pitched per start this year. He has recorded six or more K's in just one of his two playoff games this year. Seven Ks against the Dodgers, four Ks against St. Louis, went seven, went five and seven innings in those games. The Phillies this season have been great at making contact and not striking out. Hoskins has nine Ks and 26 at bats. He's the only one that's Kang like crazy, but everybody else is doing a pretty good job of making contact. Right. How do you feel about Darvish under five and a half, minus 120? I don't know. First thought I was, I, I would lean over. If he's dominant, if Darvish is dominant, he's in the game in the sixth inning. I think this does go over. Yeah, but the Phillies have been good. You just read the Phillies have been good about not striking out. Um, I mean, they can load up a lineup of left-handed bats and make it really difficult for Darvish. Maybe doesn't. Maybe only goes five. Um. Yeah, I I, I would lean over. Okay, but breaking news. Uh oh, what? The NFL and Amazon have just announced that in 2023, Prime Video will exclusively stream a Black Friday game. The Friday after Thanksgiving, the first ever NFL Black Friday game will take place on November 24th, 2023, with an expected kickoff of 3 p.m. Eastern, the teams to be determined. The NFL is unbuckling their pants, squatting down, and just taking a dump on college football. That is the day for every college football rivalry. Every major such Iron Bowl, Alabama, Alabama, Auburn, Nebraska, Iowa, Washington, Washington State. Uh, 
Arizona, Oregon, Arizona Oregon, State, Oregon State, Arizona, Arizona. Like, go through the fucking list of every college football big rivalry game is the Black Friday game. And the NFL is going, yep, sorry, we're, we're going to step all over you. Such a fun day in the book. And now, like, I don't think it's only one game, so you don't have to schedule differently. But enough's enough. I mean, you want more of what you got last night? Do you want more of what you got Sunday night? Do you want more of what you got last Thursday night? These standalone games and throwing them in the middle of the week is just a bad idea. I mean, it gets Friday, but, like, less is more. I don't know. I can't believe Good that luck. they're stepping on college football like that. That is, they don't care. Dude, you said it before. They just, they don't. I'm just, I'm just like, I'm like, they want to end college they football. Own everything. They own everything. They want. To, they, want to, they want. They're not going to leave anything for anyone. Like this mm-hmm. is like they are just going to eat Why? Every, everything. Why? It's football. Because Amazon's flush with money, and you. Well, I mean, come on. Just what happens? Just pay. What happens on Black Friday on Amazon? <laughs> People buy. It's going to crash. <laughs> it's somebody in the, the whole thing's going to crash. Somebody. Now we're going to go on there and watch football. Get the audio right. <laughs> somebody just wrote Donnie right side. Your boy said Amazon's website will crash. No doubt on this day. <laughs> yes. Minus 8,000. <laughs> the hell. The hell oh is going on around God. Here? Yeah. Just someone just said, please don't put the Broncos there. <laughs> That's great. Um, better to book it time. We'll run through four quick games. Bruins money line plus one. Going four games today? No, four bets and four. Well, four bets, yes. But four bets? Yeah. Bruins so money line. Pull them back. Fire away, sir. Shooter shoot. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go, Steph. Come on. <laughs> money line Bruins. Oh, I just told you I'm booking this. I know. That's fine. Moneyline Calgary. Um close game, but I'll I'll bet this one. Okay. Embiid over ten and a half rebounds. There's no middle for the Celtics. This is going over. Bet it. What do you mean? Yeah, there's no there's no yeah. I mean Embiid's gonna have like thirty and fifteen tonight. LeBron over twenty six and a half. Under. Oh, really? Yeah. This is this is you think they're playing defense tonight? What's the total in the game? High. Hate these opening games. High, high. It's like 220, isn't it? Uh 225. Yeah. High, high. <laughs> under in the game, under for LeBron. Maybe what's 26 and a half? It's probably under for the 27. Game. Warriors in game one on ring night are going to be focused defensively. Whoa, I don't think so. I think Warriors are our defensive team. They were great for the under last year. I loved it. Remember, I was betting the under Warriors yeah. was like crazy last year. I don't like the under tonight. Yeah, not on, not right. on ring night. Mm-mm. Not on ring night. No, I, I think this is a, an up tempo, fast game. Okay. Favorite thing about today is what are you, are you, so are you booking that, LeBron? Yes. So you're you're two for two. You're you're two for four. Two books, two bets. Okay, I'm fine with that. Two and two is good. I'll take that today. Two and two is real good. <laughs> right for way I'm running. Right, two, now, and two, like, two, two and two. Two and two outside. If I was <laughs> two and two is fine. Yeah. If I go two and two, I'm still I still lose money, but it is it's okay. I get used out, but it's fine. That's yeah. we we. That's just the start of the turning it around. Is two and two. Correct. 
Yes, I would like you to go three and one, and then you can really get it going. I don't want you to go zero and four. I hope I'm wrong at least once. The Bruins cash, and then I need Embiid to hit, and then actually it's a profitable day. (laughs) Kevin Whitrock just came in and said, "Bears versus Broncos Black Friday game. Can't wait for that." (laughs) (laughs) And a boy Whitrock. (laughs) Favorite thing about today is what. Um, three o'clock, we get to pretend to do the show outside of the show today, which is fun. Huh? You and I, what we get to pretend? Well, well, no, we don't. I mean, I joke now that when we get together for these meetings and other things, like we break right into the show. True, like, that's very true. This is what happens we sit down with someone, they ask us a couple questions, <laughs> we go and do this, and they're like, Wait a second, what are you guys doing? You're doing a show? No. The show is what we is do every day. day. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys get to listen, but this is the show. So yes. my favorite thing about today is that little meeting we got later. And then, of course, sports-wise, the two baseball games today. I know the NBA starting, and yes, it's very exciting. I like the hype videos. The boys, C.H. Newby with me and the Cash Considerations, have been battling all morning. They have a bet uh, based on that. Friendly bets are always fun. Hat bets are fun. NBA's fun, but we're playing for blood today in baseball. We got a game five. We got to get the Guardians in there. So I'm going to be a little bit distracted. I already told everybody I got it's 12:10. I have exactly 45 minutes to be normal. And then I told them, don't let the dog around me. Keep everybody away from me for at least an hour and a half until I got to go meet you. Hopefully by the time I see you, it'll be. I'm hoping it's 5-1 Guardians by the time I see you. Beautiful. Sixth. Beautiful. Yeah. That's what we're not for today. So Not happening, but beautiful. <laughs> what, what, what are you talking about? Uh, it, it's not happening, but it's, a, it's beautiful. I would, love, I, I would love to be right. It'd be uh, awesome. Um, what's your favorite thing about today? My favorite thing about today is the fact that the Buffalo Bills are deciding to go on a campaign. <laughs> Against the Jets and the Giants, calling them not New York teams. And it's across the board, not only the Bills franchise, but Bills players, that whenever they see things on social media, they are running and saying, we are the only New York team. I mean, they are the only team in the state of New York, yes or no? New York's in their name, but they ain't in the state. I think this is so fun because this is like – Every New Yorker, every Jet and Giant fan oh, is like, great. they are going, what the fuck are you talking about, Buffalo? Shut the right. fuck up. Right. <laughs> it is so, I love this. The infighting, this is phenomenal. Fantastic. I love that. This is when being a Bostonian and watching the New Yorkers and just got to fold your arms and go, it's go. And watching them the reaction. Best. My favorite thing uh, today is watching the social media reaction of Yankee fans, Giant fans, Jet fans, Nets fans, Nick fans, all all looking up and going, you're fucking Buffalo. What are you doing? It's It's, fucking Super Bowl. That's what we're doing. But I love it because they're like, because there was a stat that popped up. Dalton Knox. (laughs) It was Jets are four and two. Bills are five and one, yeah. f- uh, four and one, five and Giants. one for, for the Giants. Yeah. And Dalton Knox wrote something to the effect of only one of those teams plays in New York. It's fantastic. He's right. Dawson Knox. Oh Thank you, God. sir. 
Only one of those teams play in New York. He's right. Oh, my. Fuck him. That's great. Oh, gosh. It's so good. It's just, it's so, it's so good. I think it's the funny. I love it. It's just, this is, if you haven't gone to Twitter and watched the reaction, the meltdown is classic from people in New York who are just like, you're trying to tell me that as a Giant fan, that when the Giants win a Super Bowl and we have a ticker tape parade going down Wall Street, that we're not the New York team? You kidding Play me? Play the Meadowlands. Where's the Meadowlands? Rutherford, New Jersey. You're 0-4 in Super Bowls. What are you doing talking? Just shh. practice in New Jersey. Thurman Thomas loving shh. Quiet. <laughs> I think it's Where's phenomenal. the Jets facilities? New Jersey. I actually don't know where the Jets practice. Do they practice at MetLife? Somebody in the chat will tell us. I actually I don't, don't know where the Jets practice. I know MetLife the Giants 100% in New Jersey. I can of confirm that I've been there. <laughs> yes, of course it is. Yes. But the idea that <laughs> they're not a New York team is so good. That's great. <laughs> it's so good. I love telling the New York guys that. I love it. That's my, that's my favorite thing about today. The Bills have decided to, they have chose violence. <laughs> the, bill, the Bills have chose violence Just when it comes winning, to New York. Buffalo. Uh, Just the, keep winning. They better because if they don't, <laughs> you're going to have a lot of mad what people. What if the Jets make the playoffs? It'll be insufferable. Why? Oh, these Jets fans have woken up like they're like they're Super Bowl contenders. I got it's, people coming out of the woodwork. I, I love, wanted to ask JY. Thanks to James Young for joining us. He'll be on yeah. again. He's tremendous. Um, but he's a Jets fan. You give I, him a little love, fire. It's like I come know. On. I I love when Jets fans. I love when the Jets get good. That's the ultimate Lucy with the football. That's the that ultimate. Is, it's a is, it's a right, beautiful fair. thing. Fair, fair. You know what's coming? I mean, this is this is the butt fumble franchise. Like it's it's. <laughs> Like this is what they are. Like this is what the Jets do. They'll fuck it up to great to high heaven. I can't wait. It's great. It'll be awesome. You know, Zach Wilson will get caught banging some oh. guy's mom, some some guy's wife, or some fifty year old woman. He'll get caught, and the whole season will erupt and burn down to the ground. Title right? shot. Oh, I, I, I it, it'll be great. I can't wait. I am in love. Jets, please let the Jets be good. That would be fun. Because <laughs> you know it's coming. The crash and burn will be epic. Shelly so has fun. confirmed that the Jets practice facility is in yeah. New Jersey. By the way, Shelly's making fun of Shelly. I, I have this, I have my tattoo of my city of Boston on my arm. She was oh. making fun of me saying, how does a guy from Boston only have one green shirt? Uh, it's a fair question. It's not a fair question. I just don't, I don't have it's a fair sports. question. Shelly. Good I don't job. Wear the sports gear that you wear. Green I wear hats. shirts though. You're right. Green. You either are green or you're not. And I don't have a lot of green in my wardrobe either, but I I got that Kelly Green Eagles thing. That's yeah. my green. I was never a big fan of the green. With the I like Celtics. green a lot. No, I like green. I mean, I have hazel eyes, so I like green. Right. And pops. I, I like, makes your eyes pop. Yeah, makes my eyes pop. I like yeah. green. But it, I just don't have a lot of – I have – I don't have a lot of sports gear, period. I have hats. Right. Lots and lots of hats. Yeah, well, you better win some bets so you can wear the damn hats on the show. We'll see what happens tonight. We'll find out tomorrow. Do I wear a hat? Yes or no? Wednesdays, BVB. Dave, Matt, talk to you. Hat Wednesday.